<laughs> Not at all. I ain't gonna hold you. I think <clears throat> niggas on a low do discount that uh, 2020 Lakers championship. Yeah, in certain circles. Like, yeah. I don't think that uh, as a majority, the experts, quote unquote, say it. But there's people like Skip Bayless who kind of like, he kind of jumps out there in front of that narrative. And I think it's other people who kind of like follow after that shit. I think Skip and in that boat too. Yeah. The crazy thing is without COVID, it would have been a nasty year. Yeah. Niggas was on the road. Yeah, but we was going to win no matter where we was at. That's what Laker fans say. For sure. We got to. <laughs> oh, we about to do it again this year. Yeah, you know I'm saying. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. But yeah, man. <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Irresponsible Podcast. Year. Episode number 53. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. got nothing for it. Uh, well, I, it's on some playing with the numbers, but... Uh, we usually have five, but now yeah. we're down to three today. Oh, okay. I ain't mad at that. You know I'm not mad saying? at that either. Yeah. Uh, just it's me, G-Jack, Trent here. Yeah. And uh, Nick Freeze. Yeah. Cam, you know, had a special delivery. Come through overnight last night. Fast. Yeah. Shout out to that nigga Cam, bro. He's you know what I'm saying? More life, more love, man. What up, Nash? Definitely got a bundle of joy that came through that he's, mm. uh, that he's enjoying right now. You know what I'm saying? All blessings and love to his family. It's a beautiful thing for more life. Hell yeah. And uh, Brother Ricky is out, you know. I know he's doing some work somewhere. Or uh, causing ruckus. <laughs> Combination of both. <laughs> you know. But uh, he's definitely here with us in spirit. Uh, Trish said he gonna take over his flagrancy yeah. for this episode. Yeah. So, you know. It's gonna be pretty dangerous, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to Ricky, though. Uh, he'll be back, you know, next week. Maybe. Possibly. It's the paperwork. You know, know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you know, shit goes good and then niggas want to negotiate. <laughs> Talk about some can I see the motherfucking uh, accounting. <laughs> Splits. Like, no, or, or niggas turned down an $84 million extension mid-season. Uh, <laughs> whoever said bet on yourself lie. <laughs> it's like you lost that bet. <laughs> No chips for you. That nigga's crying somewhere. Uh, I would too. Turned out 84 million to get nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You gotta really be self aware. <laughs> <laughs> like, niggas ain't even trying to recruit him in the droop, my nigga. Nah, bro. I'll be the same. How the fuck they say that shit? They can take your ass back to the side across. Hey, her big three is higher. Now one. You said time. take him back to the sour cross, bro. Sour, he's stupid, bro. Nigga eating that bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one of them. Shit. Yeah, all you never had a brat? Nope. Hell no. Oh man, that shit's too German. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nazi food. <laughs> Nigga said the Nazis. Oh man, I ain't never had sauerkraut either. Hell no. Nah. I just, I don't think that I would want any food that has the word kraut in it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't sit right with me. Yeah. I'm good. I'm Honestly, good. if it's not candy, I don't want to eat nothing sour. Like, I don't even fuck with sweet sour chicken. Oh, I don't word. fuck with sour cream. I don't fuck with sour cream. You like teriyaki? Oh, teriyaki not really sour. Yeah, that's more like sweet. Yeah. But I definitely, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not fucking with uh, nothing. Like, it's Sour Patch Kids. And that's about it. I used to uh, when Sour Skittles had first dropped, niggas I'm had a plug. Skittles, yeah. 
Niggas had the sour skittles when they were just in a white, uh, the white package, no label or nothing. And it's experimental shit, nigga. And I'm like, oh, y'all might be on to something. Bro, I remember them hit the vending machines. <laughs> niggas ain't know how to act. I was like, oh, wait, you got the, the, the green drums? <laughs> <laughs> that niggas started them. shaking them shit. <laughs> like crack in the 80s. The school's vending machines early on, they didn't know better, like for sure. Nah. It's like, I hope, I haven't seen a recent vending machine on campus to see if it's gotten better, but I know back in the day, it used to be mad sugar, and I used to wonder why the kids just hype in the morning. Bro. Like, this nigga just drunk a fucking Arizona <laughs> and just ate <laughs> a pack of Sour Skittles and shit. Bro, do y'all remember uh, them Kudos bars? Nah. Bro, so they was trying to push these little Kudos bars. They like grain, uh, like a, a chewy bar, but it's like all covered in chocolate. Yeah, and they trying to push them shits like it was yeah. breakfast, nigga. But that shit is fucking candy, bro. But imagine eating two or three of them bitches in the morning, bro. You hype for the whole fucking day, nigga. You had granola and M and M's and shit for Hell breakfast, bro. I can't think of the healthiest lunch that I've had throughout the years of schooling. That dollar fry. <laughs> that was only healthy because it was homemade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Barely. For real, like. Throughout school, I'm like, that shit is pretty bad. You get the uh, greasy-ass pizza. I know that's at public school, at least. You yeah. used to look forward to that shit, too. Bro, we used to get the chalupas, all that shit, bro. The fuck? Yeah, nigga. We was getting next-level shit. Coffee cake for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, public school kid. Yeah. Yeah. That county food wasn't that bad, dog. Yeah, I wouldn't know, nigga. <laughs> wasn't that bad. county food, bro. You know what's crazy? Uh, kindergarten through fifth, I went to, went to this private school, but it was small as fuck. And I want to say, like, the first four years, it was really on some bring-your-own-lunch shit. Like, oh, they didn't man. serve, like, Damn, lunch. Just kids. Yes, bro. And uh, it was to the point to where, like, if you showed up to school and, like, you didn't have lunch, they just give you a cup of noodles. <laughs> they didn't have no lunch program. Then I remember, like, fifth grade, they adapted a lunch program my final year there. And I was like, this shit is bullshit because they trying to add on extra money for this shit. And it's like, you should have this already. It's a private school. Like, we already paying money. I just thought that shit was interesting. So I really had to wait till sixth grade to experience school lunch. Man. Some weird shit. It was a good experience. It was what a time. I remember my first nutrition in middle school, I remember my first lunch, and I'm like, oh, yeah. niggas getting it in over there. <laughs> yeah, bro, good times. Bro, I only had one year of public school, eighth grade. And then I didn't know what the fuck that cafeteria looked like. Yeah. I did not eat lunch in school, bro. Yeah. I sold my, my fucking book of tickets, like, third day there. Bro. Hell yeah. I'm, like, I'm not fucking with none of this shit. I'm glad you brought up the tickets. That shit used to be kind of like, you got pride or what? Because some niggas used to be like, oh, you got the tickets? And like, this nigga fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm for sure yeah, the tickets. Yeah. I used to be like, damn, like, I used to use them on a good lunch day. So be like, all right, I'm gonna get lunch. I didn't know what, what a good lunch day was. Nigga. I sold that whole fucking book for like $100. Right, we used to catch niggas slipping. Yeah, yeah bro. Yo, nigga, you, you, you leave me open, nigga. You ain't got lunch for the whole month of March. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> it's really wild how the public school system is very. Uh, Synonymous with like the jail system, like when oh, you think sure. about the lunch and shit, yeah. and like the segregation and everything, it's like it's something to uh, examine and just notice the similarities. Like it's really trippy. 
I know that's how I felt at my first first semester in high school. But like this shit felt like going to the county. Time for that. And through what school to school to prison pipeline or some shit like that. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I did hear that. I didn't even equate that's what the meaning was. Mm-hmm. That shit makes total sense now, because same programming. If you ain't got the social skills, you're getting fucked. I <laughs> <laughs> ass mentors and all that shit. More ways than nothing. Hey. <laughs> Early. Hey. Early. But shit, how was y'all week though? Shit, week was solid. Can't complain. Another yeah. day, another dollar. Ain't nothing really eventful personally. Yeah. But like shit been kind of turning down as like. I guess cases been going up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went out to the hookah bar last night. Shout out to Truth Hollywood. I think that's Paul Pierce's spot. It's, like, right next to uh, Roscoe's in that parking lot. Uh, Roscoe's okay. in Hollywood. Okay. okay. It's in that parking lot upstairs type oh, shit. But uh, it was pretty cool. But I wasn't as lit as I would have expected. Mm-hmm. And just even looking at Roscoe's, I was like, damn, Roscoe's don't really seem as crowded as usually it would be, mm-hmm. especially that location. So it just had me thinking, like, I wonder if people are starting to um, kind of be cautious again. Maybe. You know, that Delta is out there flying around. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah. But uh, that Delta Plus, man. Nice. But now I had a good week, man. Moms came in town, so I was in Rialto for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. nice. Good seeing the fam, tapping in. It's hot as a motherfucker out there. How is that IE weather? Man. That's not safe. <laughs> Bruh. That shit was a, it was solid though, man. But it was a good week, man. Shout out to everybody that's been um, playing that uh, heat check, that's been supporting. Shout out to uh, DJ Artistic for uh, premiering it on uh, Westside Wednesdays, showing a lot of love. Um, And then just shout out to everybody that's still running the Gene Gray video. Shout out to everybody still running that All Alone video. Uh, We just got, you know, the word. We're going to be at payday at the end of this month. So, you know, grind mode, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, my shit was pretty cool. My week was solid. Um, like this week kind of flew. I feel like this summer just flew, honestly. So like Juneteenth was just yesterday. Yeah, it's August. And then now I'm like, damn, like, I remember thinking when I got tickets for this Lil Wayne concert that's coming up this Friday, I was like, damn, this shit is uh, some time away. And now I'm like, oh, this shit is here. Like, so my week has been cool. Shit has been moving smoothly. Um, been in a good routine of things. Great content lately, so there's been nothing to complain about, honestly. Absolutely. Shit, let's get into it, nigga. Oh, yeah. Oh, did y'all watch the verses first of all? Yes, sir. Yes. In its entirety? Yes. Right. Now, ask me how many times and ask me if I was watching it before I got here today. Bro, we already answered that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we best friends? So I did the same shit. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? Bro, I, I was like, let me run this back just for the energy. Bro, that shit, re-watching it, this nigga Jada is really a psychopath, dog. Yeah. Because at the beginning, when all them niggas was huffing and puffing and doing it, bro, that nigga, nigga had his hands in his pockets, yeah. wasn't saying shit. That nigga came there to rap, and he rapped his fucking ass off, dog. They hit him with the okie doke on the low. Like, yeah. when you see Styles and Sheik turning up, and you like, wait a minute, those not even the, like, yeah, assassins, assassins, <laughs> like, like Jada yeah. quiet. Them niggas just like they kind of wanted to take advantage of that, and then Jada just was like, "I just want to run." Like, Jada Jada's bars and performance spoke volumes compared to the antics and all the shit that everybody else was doing. Oh yeah, yeah, I would yeah. definitely agree. 
This nigga Jada, uh, he said he was top five dead or alive, and I feel like he meant that shit. Like at the way he carries himself, he like he don't bullshit with that statement. Like not at all. Like this nigga trains. Like if you go by his Instagram, the bar work and shit that he does. Like, is this nigga in the Marines or what? This like, nigga break dance and do all that bro, shit. Bro, like, Jada Kiss is like... <laughs> it's, it's weird because I seen Tyler uh, in the comments saying, like, all the funny shit. It was like, oh, my God, I think I got a crush on this nigga. <laughs> but as funny as that sounded, I think a lot of niggas who weren't hip to Jada Kiss did have a bad crush on him in that moment. Not on some, like, they think he handsome, but... Just so I'm like, damn, this nigga is really ill. Like, yeah, yeah. like we haven't been giving him his props like that. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna dare say he underrated because that's stupid. Like, Jada, niggas know what time it is when it comes to Jada. He's underappreciated. He's yeah, underappreciated though, for, sure. for sure. And uh, yeah, man, it was one of those uh, displays that it was like can't fuck with real rap like at yeah. all. Like, that shit was so inspirational, dog. Hell like, yeah. It's, it's got me excited about doing shows and shit again so mm-hmm. I can really show niggas like, bro, we don't do this shit for play play. You know what I mean? And that, that was probably the most inspirational thing, just seeing somebody passionate about they, they craft and really showing that they've been putting the work in. You know, oh, yeah. like, if if you ain't been putting shots up all summer, my nigga, we gonna see that it's shit. It's gonna show. Yeah. It's definitely but if, show. You, if you've been in the gym every day, that's gonna show as well. So it's good to see that Niggas really still care about the art. Niggas really still care about the essence. Bro, showed that them niggas is really in shape, physically and lyrically. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting them niggas to rap that shit the whole fucking time. Uh, like, I was expecting them to do what Dipset did. Yeah. Like, that shit was kind of getting burnt out. Like, fuck, nigga, y'all niggas ain't gonna really perform. <clears throat> them niggas was in shape and it was in sync. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. could tell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, when we look at Griselda, I know that they're actually <clears throat> blood cousins. But these niggas might as well be cousins, the way they move. Like, these niggas been together since high... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, these niggas been together since high school, and they never really wavered off whether they would go do solo uh, projects or whatever. It's still a home base for them, and you could tell that shit never went nowhere, never weakened to the point to where you can, like, see it. It It's just, like... That shit was beautiful to see. And And them niggas don't age, bro. I saw a clip of it interview from 98 and I'm like yeah, I thought that shit was last week yeah Jada look like a badass kid still <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just like to grow your hair out at 40 my nigga oh, <laughs> you gotta be a sick nigga to be bald and he ain't buy it yo, yeah, yo. I, a lot of niggas buy their hair nowadays he ain't bought a beard no nothing he thought, I'm just you know do my thing that's back to what Free said that nigga's a psychopath yeah. yeah in the best way possible yeah. Like this shit opened my eyes. Like I thought. Like granted, I'm not all the way familiar with everybody's catalog, but I thought I fucked with Dipset shit a lot. Yeah, I knew a lot more lock songs than I gave credit to myself for. Yeah, and that shit was ill. Yeah, they left songs on the table. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. some crazy shit. They did, especially during the girl set. Jada didn't do throwback with Usher, nor mm. did he do Best of Me with Maya. Mm. And yeah, I'm like. Right. Yo, just to think, like, those are, I want to say those are bigger songs than what he actually did during the girl set, but the fact that the girl set he did play a hit like that. He, he did the one with Mariah. Yeah, right? I was about to say yeah. yeah, he did the Mariah. Joint. That was out of but there. But the throwback, though? But you got to remember at the time, nigga, the Mariah joint was like the single, bro. They was really pushing that shit, bro. That's was, true. 
It was everywhere. Throwback <laughs> though. Like, you just gonna do the uh uh uh. <laughs> like, bro, that shit is yeah. gonna hit. Yeah, yeah, bro. They they um. That shit was one of the more entertaining ones. Like this was up there with Snoop bro, and the DMX. You think it was better than Gucci and uh, Jeezy? Musically, yeah. And performance oh, wise. Yeah. They oh, performed yeah. better than Jeezy. Jeezy did a good performance, don't get me wrong. But I'm just. The energy. Like, Gucci and Jeezy had the energy of, like, you don't know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But this one had, like. This checked all the boxes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's about to happen. I don't know what song's about to be played next. These niggas are amazing. <laughs> like, it was just Every like, what the time. fuck? Like. No, some on some crazy shit. This past verses kind of made me appreciate um, Bow Wow's performance and yeah. Soldier Boy uh, and his shit verses because he was on the same shit that Locks was on. Nigga, I'm yeah. rapping over the mm-hmm. fucking beats, my nigga. I'm, I'm about to show you niggas I really rap. You feel it's me? He you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that um, that shit was dope though. This man. one was like, what would you compare to Go to Era Wrestling? Attitude uh, with Stone Cold and yeah. Rock. This yeah. was that for uh, as far as verses when I, I think of because like granted you knew wrestling was fake but like that shit was hype to the point where it's like you didn't care that it was fake because this shit looked real like them niggas beef looked real yeah. at some points but it's like nigga the product that they put out was flawless like, even was... though Dipset got watched it's like this, this was dope. Like, this is probably the most entertaining one to me, too. That shit was a real life Def Jam Vendetta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, key. Five for New York? Bro, for real. All them niggas was on that shit, too. Hell yeah. That's I want to say mine is this. I don't think Cam was on it. Maybe it was on the later ones. The first one, not. No, I don't think so. I don't think Cam was on in uh, Five for New York, either. Yeah. But Sheik, Styles, and Kiss was. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Sheik looked like a street fighter. Yeah. yeah, like this nigga. Some Kimbo Slice shit, bro. Did you hear him on Soy in the morning? After after the verses, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. He was like, he really thought it was gonna get it cracking. Like at one point when Cam kicked uh, Styles, yeah. Like Sheik was really like, like if you rewatch it, you hear Styles saying like, "Don't fuck up the money, Donnie." Like that's Sheik's real name. So he's like, bro, like. Let me call you your real name. Like, <laughs> Let you know it's a real message. It's like, yeah. all right, it's, it's just rap, Donnie. It's like, you niggas ready because they like shit. Bro. I don't know if y'all heard stories about the locks. I was about to say, Mike Tyson shit. I was just thinking about that shit. Bro, I was just thinking about that. That and the Benzino shit. When them niggas was in Boston. And um, y'all can look up the story because they'll tell it way better than I would. But long story short. Pretty much there was a show in Boston. And I guess there was some friction with Benzino crew, which was called the Maid Men and the Locks. Maid Men is from... Actually, I'll take it back. It was some shit with DMX. But the Locks got into it. You know, it's like, I'm stepping for my men's. Yeah. Maid Men got it kind of heavy in Boston. Like, as weird as it sounds. And Benzino actually got a crew in Boston that would hold them down. So these niggas basically brought it out at the arena. And when I say brought it out, I don't mean just fists. Like niggas was getting stabbed and all of that. And there's the talent involved in this shit. Like Styles P and all these niggas. It was so bad to where uh, Sheik was like in his dressing room hearing niggas getting it on. But he like, I know it ain't on like that. So he said he opened the door and he sees Styles P bleeding. And he like, I love it. 
I love it. He was like, oh, shit, let me get out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, these are them niggas. Like, yeah, so really about that. a rap battle is like, oh, that's what we practice for. <laughs> like, this is fun. All the violence we went through in our lives, like, we ready for some raps. Like, that shit was just beautiful to see. Yeah. This, uh, it's kind of the same feeling I had with uh, Raekwon and Ghost. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hope people go back and watch that one. Um, I missed that one. That one was really, really good. And I think this match, that energy of, I mean, of course, more because it's more people, but you see Raekwon and Ghost energy together, even though they was going against each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you seen that shit. And they would have had you feeling like, damn, I didn't know I knew this many Raekwon and Ghostface records as well, especially when they went through their girl sets. Like, you already know the Tiana Taylor shit, but mm-hmm. shit, they got Jodeci records. Like, oh, shit. So that's a lot of shit. Like, I advise everybody, if y'all didn't watch that one, go back and see that one because that will give you the same feeling. But man, Dipset, like. Niggas looking like Kyle Kuzma out there, bro. Them niggas didn't care. Like, they didn't. You could tell. tell they didn't care. And apparently, uh, Fat Joe said that Cam was about to walk out. That's why he was late stepping out on stage. So I'm like. Cam being Cam, of course. And I'm just like, Jim was on stage. I could tell that nigga was zooted. Like, I could just tell. That nigga failed, didn't he? <laughs> he said he like, don't yeah, for his like ring. Say he don't. Yeah. But that nigga looked like he failed. That nigga looked zooted on stage. I could tell by when he never took his glasses off. By the way, he walked on stage with the blunt. I'm like, yeah, this nigga's out of here. And Joel's looked like he was still 17. Like, in a good <laughs> and a bad way. Like, like, he looks still young, but then, like, when you see him on stage with the locks, it's like, damn, you really are little homie. Mm-hmm. And this rap shit still, yeah. like, even though you, like, 38, but it's like, bro, you little bro still, like. And that, that was just a crazy display to see. Cam was too cool for TV, and that shit didn't play in his favor at all. And niggas booed him. Pretty Ziggy was pissing me off. That yeah. Wow, I was tired of saying that, nigga. Yeah. He was doing what he usually did, but it just wasn't a time for that. Yeah. They didn't have no game plan. They definitely didn't. Because if they really game plan, it didn't have to be this bad. I don't mm-hmm. think they could have won, but it could have been way closer. They did not game plan, bro. So from the beginning, when you just seen Locks walk on stage by themselves and yeah. all these other niggas, they're like, who is these niggas? And you, who is this nigga? And they calling niggas out like, it's like, bring these niggas out. Like, where they at? Like... It was like, yeah, y'all kind of was losing from the jump. That crowd energy wasn't equal at all. And we talking about fits? I didn't like Cam's fit. Like, nah. I thought it was funny because uh, it hit harder when Jada was like, but you live in Miami, and you look at the nigga Cam fit, he wearing a Florida mm-hmm. sweatsuit. That's so like, damn, suit. Cam. It's like, you should have came with the pink fur, like. That would have been a point off rip. Yeah. Like off rip. Even if he would have switched into the pink fur, that would have been a, all that, a point. I think you could have did something. Joel's yeah. went to the bandana. Way you know late. what I'm saying? It just quick sidebar, bro. Can we get birds with a fuck up out of here? Well, what's up? Oh, I for mean, making the shit. Oh my god, bro, that shit looks stupid. The fucking hat with the bandana with the do rag all in one. That shit was Louie. That's <laughs> I'm not mad at it because that's how like Jewels would rock it. So if he just made him a custom one on one, I'm not mad at it. Like that's how Jewels would do it. The bandana over the fitted over the. 
He wouldn't have did it like that. I don't know he, why. I don't know why it looked trash. You right. But I don't know why that shit. You gotta so put trash. the do rag on first, then the fitted, then the yeah. bandana around the fitted. Yeah. It, it, it looked like a knockoff. Yeah, it might have been a little bit too try hard, and maybe like some shit that you probably shouldn't have. Uh, like Cam doing a pink fur is a good revisit, but if just Joel just stuck with this regular bandana. That would have been like perfect. Like you know, you would have to do no more, no less. Yeah, type shit. Yeah, I don't think them niggas were prepared for what it became. I uh-huh. think the niggas was just like, let's go out here and get this back, <laughs> fight yeah. back, niggas, fight back. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Hey, it's Molly Watt. Yeah, uh, that shit was out of control. Niggas out there swinging like Tyler Hero. <laughs> they going on tour though. I do want to go to the tour, despite yeah. it all. And um, on a tour with them in state property, which makes it sweeter. Mm. So I'm like, I gotta fucks with that. They haven't announced the LA date yet, but when they do, don't be surprised you see me in the building. I wouldn't be mad at it. The Pelly Pelly. Oh hell yeah! Hopefully it's in the winter too, so you can get that shit off. Coming in looking like a uh, biscuit. <laughs> I think the whole fit was like, yeah, nigga, you making niggas proud with this one. Oh, NBA past jeans. <laughs> Pull this jersey. Je- oh, y'all seen Jeff Hamilton in the building? That was dope as fuck. No. Jeff Hamilton was in the fucking building. Bro. Yes, the man himself. <laughs> the Taking man pictures himself. with everybody and shit. That's dope. And uh, even uh, Jimmy Buffer. Um, doing the announcing and shit. I'm like, that's a check every time he just come out there and say a word. Nigga, you know he get paid two million to say let's get ready to rumble. Bro, I I heard it's they, something astronomical. It's like a copyright. That. Can't nobody else can't nobody else say that though. Yeah. Like, and then uh his brother got his time. Uh for what he do it for uh UFC. Mm, okay. Them niggas is paid. That's just beautiful. Because that's some niche money right there. But that's some good-ass niche money. It is. Like, how do you explain that to people? It's like, if you don't know, it's kind of, like, ridiculous. But mm-hmm. it's like, if, if I got to explain it. Yeah. That mm-hmm. nigga, um, he for sure was on his Marv Albert. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, what? Did he, what? Is that English? Nigga was trying to fill in time. He was like, I don't want to be here, niggas. Y'all know what it is. He was like, well, I ain't never heard of none of these niggas. Oh, I came here to collect a check. He below my tax bracket. Like, this shit is cute. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all seen a bathroom with that shit? I was about shit? to say that. Bro, that shit looked ridiculous. I was like, yeah, I'm not. If I had to piss that night, I'm holding it. Like, I'm going to find a cup. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going in there. Hell nah. I seen a girl walking through too. I'm like, did she just get fucked in the bathroom? All this? Yeah. It's like New York is different. I boxed or something. Bro. Depending on how faded I am, nigga, I'm, I might just nigga whip it out, piss in the middle of the function, nigga. Yeah, yeah bro. I've seen it done way. before. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Bro. I'm just turn around. <laughs> niggas don't look at me. Niggas be nasty when they throw up or piss and they just try to get back to it. Uh, like, hell no. Nah. Bitch, you just pissed. You want to shake your ass? That's funny that. that you said. I got something. That reminds me of the Vegas shit. <laughs> that shit made me think of uh, fucking TDE shit, bro. Oh, what old girl uh, threw up? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was nasty, bro. Uh, she was really twack, though. Like Early. 
early, early. Like, it was like 11.30. This was still the openers. <laughs> you feel me? Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. She's throwing up on other people, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, man. Nobody that we knew even came out shit. That's what's so up. That's just sick. Hey, man, it happens. Hey, we've all been here at one point or another. Let's talk about another event that took place this week. Mm-hmm. Second listener session, Kanye West uh, upcoming album, Donda. Donda, 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 Donda oh, was Donda, that at Donda, the Donda, L Donda. Captain Theater? Because that's just still like that. Come on, it. man. Trent got the tape. Trent, Trent got the uh, masters to the shit. He was uh, he was lifting with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he was here. I don't know why that shit was so funny to me. I'm like, this nigga, yeah, is a lock it. And Fabio Ford just standing next to him, cheering him on. I'm like, nigga, is not even about to bust down or nothing. <laughs> this nigga, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, did nobody join that nigga in the yeah, workout? Bro. Cause they in a fucking jail cell. Dude, why is it far niggas watching one nigga do push ups? That shit was funny. The shit was like they doing all this but drop dropping the album. <laughs> yeah, they doing everything but dropping the album. Oh, man. I was watching clips of that shit and I was um to to go back to last week, I was really feeling what this nigga Javier was saying. Like, I'm not with all the fucking the gimmicks and shit. Like just where's the fucking music? You know what I mean? But you do understand, though, um, as funny as it is, it's like, you got to sell an album. Yeah, it's, like, all, you know part, it's all part of the packaging. You know, know like, and uh, as ridiculous as it looks a lot, I can never get, like, mad at it or not just understand what the overall goal of it is. It's just, yeah. it's for attention. Like, you know? Yeah, artists. You know what I'm saying? Trying try to get as many eyes records. on this. Yeah, we trying to sell some records, man. You know, so it's like, as much... Uh, Dust you could kick up and create a hurricane around yourself. It's like that's what you gotta do. But the album sounded pretty good on the second go around. Yeah. Just needs the shit to drop. Yeah, is it gonna sound the same when it actually drops though? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. I feel like he's got the reaction that uh He wanted. Yeah. Like nobody's really got many critiques besides that it's not out yet. So I will hope not. Hopefully he's just tweaking, fine tuning, clearing some samples or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I mean, out of out of everything that I have been hearing, nobody's been like, "Oh, bro, this shit is trash," yeah. or "I don't like this shit." It's just like, nigga, when is this shit dropping? Yeah. So yeah, that's good. That's a good sign. Oh yeah, definitely coming off uh, his last few albums. Even though I think Kanye continues to drop an album to where it just really got to grow on you. I don't think he really dropped a bad album, but his latest outputs haven't been as as critically acclaimed. So I think he needs this one, you know, just for for people to be like, all right, Kanye totally lost it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of ridiculous that he would have to do this, but it is what it is. Like, that's the game. You still got Jay putting up numbers and shit and dropping mm-hmm. quality shit. So it's like, how can you not, like, want to still be competitive? Especially watching the lock shit. It's like... I can't help but to think Kanye still got that passion to be like dope as fuck. Like, For sure, and I think why his re- like his most recent projects haven't been critically acclaimed. Uh, I revisited Ye and Jesus is King after watching the whole joint. He ain't really rapping like he used to. So that's, that's what I'm saying. But I, I don't want to be them niggas, one of them niggas. But sonically, like this shit, what I've been hearing so far is like. It's about four joints that I can play back to back 
yeah. over and over and over and over. Hell like yeah. he he in his Cali mode right now, and I'm not mad at it. Hell like he yeah. doing what Cali is trying to do. Yeah, he really is. It kind of makes you uh, just want more collaboration with like great artists like mm-hmm. that. Like, kind of hate that Khaled is the only one that could really just make a career off of it because I'm like, it's music. Like, I know it's one thing to be the man and be a solo artist, and I know that's one thing that led to the downfall of groups, but it's like, it's music. If you want to make the best product, link with the best people and get that shit done, but I don't know, I know a lot of business and shit gets into play and all of that, but Mm -hmm. I often wonder why people just don't link up more often when it makes sense. And you got a vision, too. Like, I think where Kylie falls short is, like, nigga, you get all these names, but you don't really got a vision of what the oh, shit's yeah. supposed to sound like. You just can't throw motherfuckers in the gym and just expect them to you create magic. I feel like Kylie thinks of who he wants on the song, and then he creates a song. Yeah. Instead of being, like... Creating a song. And yeah, it'd be like, they'd be perfect for this part. It's, like, it's reverse engineering. It's yeah. almost like he just adding, like, the playlist names or whatever. It'd be like, all right. Now we're going to create out with these people. In this yeah, because I ain't going to hold you. When I saw that Nipsey and John Legend was on a song, that song sounded nothing how I imagined a Nipsey and fucking John Legend song to sound. Nipsey and John Legend should have sounded like Ross and John Legend. Yeah. Or should have some Victory Lap shit. Yeah. yeah. Keep it G. I can see John Legend on Victory Lap. Some shit like with mm-hmm. CeeLo and shit. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, man. I mean, DJ Khaled is getting older. His ear could be slipping. Like, I don't think rap is a total young man's sport, but at the same time, it's like you do need to have, uh, I don't know, a certain level of youth within you, even if it's not within your age. And I just think Khaled's lifestyle doesn't permit him to make like those type of songs. He might still be in a club to pop through, but this nigga's a father. This nigga is a multi-millionaire. I wouldn't be surprised if he knocks on the billionaire door at some point, like within these next, within the next decade or so. But um, yeah, I don't know. He could just be getting older, and it happens. I wonder who could be the new DJ Khaled though, or if there is somebody prompting themselves to be the next DJ Khaled. Uh, I think Mustard could do it. Yeah, Mustard's yeah. a good contender. Yeah, it's a great Muster got the. Um, he for sure has the cachet. Yeah, he's got the relationships. Muster gave plenty of niggas hits, mm-hmm. so they they would for sure return a favor. Muster didn't gave niggas hits off the same beat too. <laughs> same <laughs> tempo. <laughs> hey man, hey. Lil John did it. That's his mentor. So, gotta know how to work the game. Oh, yeah. If the system is Hogan to say Shout out to well, I was gonna say Shout out to Hogan But uh Hogie Jokey <laughs> 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 Oh man But as far as uh, Donda goes Like Niggas The streets is ready Yeah Like nigga You gonna get the reaction He's gonna get the reaction That he's looking for now Like Nigga, anybody that watched it or just been hearing about it, like, nigga, they not disappointed in it. That's Freeze is saying. It's uh, like, nigga, just drop that shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And um, I'm pretty sure it's going to lead to some tours and all of that. So, never mad at that. Like, I think at this point, I don't want to miss a Kanye tour. Like, because it's, yeah. it's an experience every time. And uh, 
like when you talk about the Glow in the Dark tour, you think about the Yeezus tour, you think about the Pablo tour. Mm-hmm. It's just like you really want to be there. Like you don't want to miss out. So I'm like, I definitely want to uh, be tapped in when he uh, tours this album. See him levitate. <laughs> levitate, uh, levitate, levitate. Y'all seen that it was a body double? For real? Yeah, it wasn't Kanye levitating. I'm not surprised. I seen a nigga on Twitter say like nigga I'm still traumatized from Owen Hart like Brad, this nigga down and I'm like I thought the same I thing I thought the same shit and when I seen that it wasn't actually him I was like it kind of made me relieve cause it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah I wouldn't think you that crazy like to like go throughout the whole shit to do that display cause that shit could've went terribly wrong man have y'all seen that uh, Dark Side of the Ring with yeah. Owen Hart oh, not yet yeah. oh man <laughs> it's a good watch yeah it's a good watch have y'all seen um have y'all peeped that eye sniper on Vice? Uh, nope. About the uh, DC sniper? Bro. Yeah. Somebody was telling me about that. Bruh. Tap, tap inward. I got a lot of shit. It's a good I, fucking I heard this. It. It's wild. I'm on episode six right now, and there's some shit in there. Yeah. Like, bro, we remember that shit from our perspective because at that time we were younger and we were on the opposite coast. But it was a whole bunch of other shit that went into that. Like them niggas was doing like a cross country tour. Yes, right? bro. These niggas was killing yeah. people all over the country before yeah. they settled on DC. But you'll understand why. Like yeah. it was over his ex wife. Yeah, he was like killing that. random people, so it wouldn't look like he was trying to kill his wife when yeah. he killed her. But they caught them niggas right before. Even how he got the the young boy and just kind of coerced them into going on this mission with him mm-hmm. is like. He's the narrator on the um, on the show. The young boy. Lee Malvo. Yeah. Bro, I heard so. he's about to get out. Oh, he's up for release. So. Okay. Yeah, but he he's a narrator. So he's he's telling everything from his perspective, perspective as a young boy. And yeah, bro. It's 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 fire. It's fire. It's unfortunate, but yeah. Niggas yeah. couldn't watch. go to the gas station. I remember that was like it was really scary. Like to just go anywhere publicly and be still. They like walk mm-hmm. in zigzags, do whatever you gotta do, Bruh. but do not be a sitting duck. That was uh, that spawned what's that fucking movie with Colin Farrell? Collateral. Oh, no. I know just the phone booth. Phone yes. Booth. Yeah. yeah. That should be a good movie. I want to say it did. That's crazy. I want to say it did. Collateral was a good ass movie. Collateral was good too. But ain't that's Tom Cruise. That's Tom Cruise and James. Yeah, 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 I ain't Colin Farrell. I'm tripping. It's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> I be thinking about, like, speaking of Kanye, when he was like, I'm in too deep, like Makai fight. <laughs> and I was, I really used to trip off of lines like that. I went, like, Lil Wayne say, uh, Wheezy F Baby and F is for Phenomenal. Yeah. And it's like, we know that's, like, very, very wrong, like, factually. But they say the art of communication is just conveying a point so if you yeah. get it that's the whole goal of it exactly so to correct somebody it's kind of like you really an asshole cause yeah. it's like you know what I meant though right yeah. it's yeah. like yeah it's funny that y'all brought that up because um I was at uh, I was with Griff uh yesterday and um nigga we was locking in we was writing and recording and we was getting some shit and then I had to bring that point to him cause we got a line in one of the shits we was writing and he was like but do that shit make like sense all the way I'm like nigga technically it don't but niggas yeah. get the point bro, so yeah. it don't really matter and then I brought up I said bro Kanye said I'm in too deep like when Kanye fight bro we'll be good <laughs> as long as you understand the sentiment it's like it wasn't him but yeah, I know bro. what he's talking I'm about I'm like bro we'll be good bro I, I actually mistake them too oh mm-hmm. <laughs> you know type shit it's like it shows your human uh, side in a sense. That ain't Mike Timely. 
It has you go through a spiral of a lot of shit. Like you think of like phrases like I'm kiss. actually stupid as fuck. What? <laughs> Why that shit just hit me? What? That bar really just hit me the, just now. It's too deep. That's like, nigga, wrist, what? Bro. bro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit slipping. That's all I know. He ain't seen <laughs> But I seen the fucking movie. I'm like, nigga, that ain't my car fight. That's just funny. <laughs> What's up, nigga? Lock up. <laughs> It make you think about that phrase though, like keep it simple, stupid, and like it's like sometimes we can overcomplicate things, but you think about the minimalistic shit, it's like it's a lot of genius in that shit, and and I have you go through life like kind of looking at shit. Is this genius or is this just convenient? And it's sometimes you just like like you know it's it's a good game to play with yourself with mm-hmm. art and shit. It's like is this really genius or is this just convenient? It's the Venn diagram. Like, you know, like, it's, it's crazy. Artist somewhere in the middle. But, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the Dada album. I was hoping to be listening to it same day Nas dropped his shit, but it's kind of dope that Donda didn't drop, so Nas shit could breathe. It's on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it needed it because it's it's a dope-ass album. I still haven't gotten through, uh, through all of it yet. It's a good album. It's very grown. Um, very. The bars is, is smooth. I can't say this is the best Nas bars throughout his whole career, but as just being concise, mm-hmm. it's very concise as far as him spitting. Um, he's still wowing you. Not uh, so, some with the wordplay, but just some with the storytelling. It's just mm-hmm. like damn, like that's ill. Like you know, it's not something like you might want to necessarily quote on an Instagram caption or something, but just something that's like a little nugget for you. And you just like hell yeah. It's a lot of shit to appreciate on this project. Hell yeah. Like I was, I was happy that we actually got to hear Lauren rapping again. Facts. Like Facts. really rapping. And she sounded so fresh, <clears throat> so fresh. Y'all like this more than uh first King's Disease? Oh, it's early, but yeah. I think I do though. Yeah, I think I yeah. do. It's a little bit more thorough. Okay. Like this one seemed like more Grammy, more Grammy worthy than the first one. Like hearing it, it's like yeah. the first one is dope, and you can tell it's more commercially appealing. Mm-hmm. But this one feels a little bit more heavier. Oh, yeah. I, I could say, especially songs like "Moments." It's like that's gonna be like for his catalog with like real friends. It's for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like it's a late song, but it's gonna jump high in the yeah. rankings just because it's that dope. My mind at that. I like "Death Row East" Death for East people that dope. uh. Don't really know the the, the science Story. behind that. Yeah, that shit was dope. Shout out to uh, shout out to Blast for making an appearance on there too. That's on virtual Sunday. Yeah. Shout I'm out not to gonna you. say I dislike it, but like I wish we. No, no, no. I, I like it. Okay. I would have wished we would have heard more of Blast on that. Yeah, I feel Because it's like you just sprinkle that shit in, like how they do Tyler Dollar Sign sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like, Damn, nigga, you really could have had a verse on that shit. Especially the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Blast would have murdered that shit. Yeah, some murder shit. Okay. That would have been one of the ones. Oh, yeah, shout out to Allison, man. Really yep. For sure. Sure. The whole squadron. That shit was dope. I was surprised Nas touched on that uh, touched on that subject. But it was pretty dope how he did it. Like When you think of like a title of a song called Brunch on Sundays, you probably would want it at a different BPM than what Nas gave you. But it's a great reflective song to kind of like... It's for those who don't get it, mm-hmm. I think. It's not for those who's at, at the brunch on Sundays. It's more so for those who's like on the ground. Like, damn, everybody just go to brunch. Like, I don't... 
It's like if you don't get, listen to that song, and it'll be like, oh damn, I might want to go to brunch mm-hmm. on Sunday type shit. That's just how fun. It's a, it's a Yelp review. Yeah, facts, big facts. And uh, I'm, I was really tripped out just looking at the release party with him and Hit Boy, mm-hmm. and I know, uh, I know it's Hit Boy. He's West Coast, but I'm just like, you told me in 2011 that. For one of Nas's later albums that we'll see Dom and YG right next to Nas. Yeah, I wouldn't believe you. I would be like, nah, nah, how? Nah. I like, wouldn't believe you. Like, it don't make sense, bro. <laughs> like, but yeah, just boy. to see that shit is just to let you know, like, I always say it's a, um, it's a small world in a big city when I refer to LA. But it's the same shit with rap. Rap, rap is a small world. Like... It's like it's so many artists in it, but it's only so many degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where it's like this nigga Nas dropped his first album in '94. It's like this nigga got a song with YG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's good. Like it's not on some bullshit. Like. And so it's just like. Man, YG step this shit up. Facts. I'm like that's a big salute to YG and um, all the work he's put in over this past decade. Like watching the Tyler interview on Hot 97 and shit, it's just like you put it in perspective. Like these niggas have put in work the past decade, like and they maintain relevancy. That's a lot of people in the '90s who couldn't do that shit, who had had moments, whatever, all of that shit. But it's like this is a big feat that I think kind of goes unnoticed and shit. Even with like the Wizards and to the the level that Currency took his career, it's like he he lasted that long, like. A lot of artists from the 80s can't say that shit. Like, it, it kind of makes you think, like, what really was the golden era? Bro, it's crazy that you said that, bro, because like, a lot sense. of the artists from the 80s didn't even make it to the 90s. You know bro. what I'm saying? And that's what made it an era. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was a moment. Versus niggas, it's like, bro, like, you had a career. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, niggas like Wiz, bro, even, bro, even, we done heard about Wiz, nigga, 15 years ago and this nigga still whiz that's you know right. what I'm saying like, and it's only just getting bigger bruh like all the niggas that's really on bro like fucking Drake bro we, niggas was on Drake in 07 bro like niggas heard about Nip in 0 fucking 7 08 my nigga niggas Kendrick heard about Kendrick Cole. 09 niggas heard about Cole 09 like even you start looking at niggas like Travis and shit, it's like he's on his way to being about 10 years in this game and shit yeah and it's nah, like yes. yeah. Alfaro was 2010 I wanna say yeah, was it twenty? It was. It was around that era. It was around that era. Cause I know ASAP is like 2010, 2011. 2012. ASAP, ASAP is twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Yeah, he's before ASAP. Travis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or before Travis, like pop. You know. What yeah. Mean? Cause I know twenty ten is Christian OJ dropped right. Yep. So I know OJ Travis didn't drop that year at all. Okay, I'm wrong. But it's the timeline is very close though. It's uh, it's only probably like a year off type shit. I think the difference with the niggas in the '80s versus newer artists is like their whole career was centered around a moment rather than making a career, making moments throughout their career. Yeah. Like how you brought up Wiz, it's like nigga Cushion OJ was a moment, but shit, him and Currency linking up was a moment, and then yeah. Taylor Autodice was a moment, and then Snoop linking up was a moment. Then Wiz getting into different ventures now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. He could, I don't, I, I'd just be curious to know how, uh, how people original plans were compared to what actually, what actually happened. happened. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know it's gotta be a beautiful thing <clears throat> when they exceeded all of their goals and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't want 
to have the biggest song on YouTube. That just came part of the journey yeah, of yeah. knocking I down other goals. Especially that, that song of all songs. You, know? like, you, know, you never plan for some shit like that. You but. know, that's just being in the right place, right time, and being on your shit. Like, you yeah, know? the right um, way to bet on yourself. Yeah, yes. what, what they say, um, luck is preparation. Meets opportunity. Yep. Yeah, it gotta be. Fact. To get back on new music, though, I can't I can't stop listening to the Zay album, dog. Shit is fire. It's very smooth. Before we go, uh, before we get to that, I had a question when we was talking about Hit Boy. Do y'all think, and just thinking about the timing, doing the math and shit, so watch your throne turn 10 today. Facts. 8701 turned 20 yesterday. Yes. Mm, Do y'all think, given the history, multiple histories, we know that whenever Nas drop, Hov drop something. But the friction between Hit Boy and Kanye, do you think he made a conscious effort to let Hit Boy breathe on the day by himself? Um, I'm not sure if it's conscious, but it's very ironic. I'll say that at the very least. It's okay. very ironic. It could be conscious. It could not be. But knowing how small of a rap world is, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a conscious decision. But um, it's very ironic, though. Did y'all see the clips of Hit Boy going yeah. in? Yeah. It just be me and Nas. Yeah. Nas on the rhymes, I'm on the beats. Other niggas can be having a hundred niggas oh, in, the, yeah. in the studio with him. Word, word on the street is Kanye is just fucking around with this nigga Drake. That's why he keep pushing this shit back, so he could fuck with this nigga Drake. So, uh... Drake could keep pushing his shit back. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That's petty. Y'all seeing Consequence? Uh, he said they was looking for Drake release date. And, you know, I think that shit leaks from real conversation. Like, Consequence just don't come out for clout chasey type shit. Yeah. So, for him to be say that, I think that come from, like, yeah, nigga, we going against anybody. <laughs> like, yeah, we looking for Drake. And you know what's crazy? Drake would be ducking that smoke. As big as we look at Drake... I don't know, bro. Like, what are we expecting from Certified Lover Boy? Nothing. That we haven't got already from Drake. Oh, um, that shit is never dropping, bro. I'm not going to say this shit. No, it, it's going to drop, but I think this is. I think Drake is entering the stage of his career. He He's entering his Carmelo stage. Where it's like, niggas, like, man, we appreciate you, but. Dude. Like you watched kind of. <laughs> it's weird to say that, too, because I don't think niggas would ever got to this point on Drake. I don't think we was going to get to that point this fast. Yeah. Has it been fast, though? Uh, it hasn't been fast. He's had a hell of a run. That's Some thing. shit just like, comes grant, to an end. Granted, bro, like, in, in the scheme of things, it hasn't been. But this nigga Drake literally came out on top. Like, Not to say that. He's never left the charts. In the grand scheme of things, it's not fast. But I'm talking about how quick the turn happened. Like, we was just... Uh, when was, God, when was God's plan? 2018. So three years from niggas being like, damn, this nigga is still that nigga. So it's like, I don't give a fuck about Drake. But that was kind of like, uh, you see him slowing down at that point. Because God's plan is almost programming. Yeah. A lot of niggas say that Scorpion is his worst album. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I think that's a, a age demographic. I'm yeah, because I'm... I'm not to say that the artist the same. I don't think Drake got a bad album. Just like I don't think Kanye got a bad album. But he the probably, difference is Drake don't have a a bona fide classic. 
You got to. People say take care and nothing was the same. Yeah. I nothing personally same, like for sure classic. I personally like nothing was the same. Um well, all right. I don't think it's more classic though than Views from the Six. Views from the Six, I think, is his best album. Or Views from, probably uh, Views' best complete album. That's his best album. From the hits, from just cohesiveness and everything. Motherfucking Okay, cohesiveness, yes. No, I I, I go back to Views. A lot. I think I that's think his best it. album. I don't think that's his best raps. I'm no, gonna ask this, but that's most people. That's not most people's best albums, though, unfortunately. I'm gonna ask this and tie it into Drake. Do we consider Section 80 an album? Yes, but I don't. Not an official album. I don't. I cause no, I'm lying. I do. Overly dedicated. I don't consider an album. Okay. It's an album, not an official album. Yeah. What is that motherfucking shit called? So far gone. So far gone. Same not an album. Same. Yeah. It's 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 the same. It's on it's the same album, list. but it's not an official. Album. Yeah. That motherfucker sold hard copies. Yes. Different versions as well. <laughs> yeah, that man. first so far gone version is definitely ghost status. That would, but then that's a classic. But then you revisit it though. Is it a classic? For its time or overall, just like for so far going, I would say overall. Overall, I want to say they like for niggas that fuck with Thank Me Later. I feel like Thank Me Later was more the timepiece, yeah. but I think so far going is it's it stands the test of time because niggas are still not necessarily making music like that, but the derivative is still there. You know what I mean, like. When Bryson dropped with the Trap Soul, I'm like, bro, this is just a different version of So Far Gone. You know what I mean? And then the shit is just developed from there. Yeah. I'm not mad at So Far Gone, though. I like... That's definitely his top three projects overall. Okay. For sure, for sure. So, I think when we talk about classics, I think we need to do away with albums and use projects. You said what you... We would do away with actually just saying... Albums, mm-hmm. but just say projects overall. Yeah, yeah, because it's Cause the like, body of work. Exactly. You know, how, however you want to label it, however you want to. If you're making money off it, nigga, it's a project. So. Not even if you're making money off of it, but it's like, bro, if you if this is a cohesive project, if you put this together as a project, not like, oh, nigga, I'm just writing songs. I got all these songs. So I'm gonna put them together. It's like, no, I'm about to craft a body of work. You gotta look at it the same. Not to step on your point, because we were definitely about to talk about Isaiah and shit. But that was just a thought I had. No, it's all good, man. But yeah, bro, that, that, I cannot stop playing that shit. My favorite songs on there are What You Said, Chad, and Score. Mm-hmm. Heavy rotation. Yeah, Heavy no rotation. I don't matter that either. I still go back to Vince shit. Too. Yeah, yeah. The Shining might be my shit off of there. Mm. That law of averages just hit different because I, I know them blocks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cherry average, you average. Well, that <laughs> shit is going to hit different for us because we yeah. know the Marys. Um, it's crazy, though, because Tyler says something in his Hot 97 interview that I would agree with, that he think uh, the next Ben Staples project is going to be really the one that's going to be like, okay. Like, that's the other one was warming up, kind of like mm-hmm. how we talked about Section 80. It was like, is this an album? Is mm-hmm. this? I think that's what this Vince Staples EP was. As late as it came in this catalog, 
I think that's what is setting up for his next album to really be like, oh shit. Because um it's easy. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, not to say that it's not dope, but just knowing Vince and shit, I'm like, this shit is relatively easy. And it just kinda make you think of like even with the Nas shit, it's like he's probably like, This shit is easy. Yeah. Like Hit Boy's making out. you know, he's making phenomenal beats. <clears throat> I got shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm seasoned at putting words together at this point. I feel like his artistry is finally catching up with his image. Yeah. And by the next project, that's where it's gonna align up because bro Oh, Vince? Yeah. Like, we see Vince go viral. We see motherfuckers talk about Vince for, like, we see clips of shit because he's a genuine nigga, he's a real nigga, and he's a funny nigga. But he got like, some bangers, though. He does, but, a lot, bro, but that, to us, no, nigga, we... The art was li- aligned with his image when he first dropped. No, but I'm, I'm saying, bro, we are fortunate enough to be from the same area, my nigga, so That's we true. know okay, who Vince okay, is. Okay. I'm saying, but he like, got some that, platinum and gold joints. No, I think North North is his only platinum joint. And uh, Mama Sita of a future? That, that's five and two? That's possibly. It might be gold. It might be gold. But nigga, that's a future feature. You know what I mean? But he didn't sell it as a future yeah. feature. True. But I, I feel like just... Um, Blue Suede is another one. I think yeah, that's I fuck with Blue Suede. Just co- his, his commercial appeal is finally gonna be up there to, mm-hmm. to meet his okay, internet. I can get that. You know what I'm I saying? think he touched on that too. Yeah. He's saying that like niggas know him more about for his interviews and his music. It's kind of a shame that him and Tyler didn't form a relationship sooner because it's like for everything that uh, Tyler did early on with doing a personality and music shit, it's like he's laid that groundwork that Vince would later kind of like just find organically. And it's just like, damn, if Vince could have just been part of the Lord of Squad shit, like, where could he have been now? Vince would have killed Lord of Squad. The crazy thing is he from that camp, though. He is, but he not. Adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah. Adjacent. Yeah. I think uh, he he provided a lot of clarity to it. Like, it was pretty much on him. I don't think that he could not have had those opportunities, but he pretty much said he was burnt out. Like, he didn't understand, like, the character of our future. He's like, these niggas is Different. weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm on some hood gangbanging shit. Like, so, you know, I'm pretty sure just maturation made it all make sense for him. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, with us, like, you could kind of assume that if we didn't know where them niggas was from, like, off rip, you would think them niggas was all from Long Beach. Okay, you could assume that. But then when you find out that they from Hawthorne, you like... Nah, it ain't too far off. (laughs) (laughs) Very adjacent. Like, if you live in Hawthorne, you could either be like, I'm going to go to Inglewood, or you could be like, I'm going to go this way on the 405. Mm -hmm. Like, so... It could really go either way. Um... But it's interesting, though, that Long Beach talk that we had. I think we really broke a lot of ground because Long Beach niggas for a while got, like, teased. But these niggas really are pioneers for a lot of the shit that niggas love. Like, Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Like, for real. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Shout out to P. P yeah. really showed a lot of love in Long Beach. Like, I, I had to go back and do the numbers and shit. I was like, fuck. Like, this shit is crazy. While we at it... Free that nigga Terry Kennedy. Um, no, I'm not saying free him. Huh? I'm not going to say free him. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I'm not going to say free him. <laughs> I, I, I got That's the one thing I can't Nigga get. say free take K. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm speaking for me. I can't say free Terry Kennedy, but get Terry some help. <laughs> Wish him well. 
yeah. Which one? It's, it's definitely a, you. You heard you read the details about it and shit, right? Yeah, this shit is it's fucked up because uh, I know he's really in a bad space right now. Yeah, it's could have been averted. Definitely could have been averted. But it's crazy. For one, TK has always needed help. I think it's just showed or highlighted now because TK's been on fights on planes before and shit to where it was like it really could have been avoided type shit. And like these niggas don't, they they from the old school. They don't fight just to look cute. Like they fight to fight type shit. So um, I don't know. It just, just knowing that who his manager is right now is kind of like sketchy. Like I am going to hold you. Who's manager? Yeah, we talked about that at the crib. It's uh, it's a dude who's pretty local and shit. I kind of like know him. Not on some super, super personal, but. Know of him. Yeah, got it. Uh, we ain't gonna drop it. Nah, he. But I mean, people see it though. Uh, it's one of those things where if you're a fan and you follow the situation, it's almost on some solar with guru, but not without the such shit. Okay. It's like this nigga's taking advantage of this nigga type shit, and the fans see it and they like, they like getting at him in the comments and all of that shit. And um, it's just nasty though, like. Like, I hope uh, Terry Kennedy does get the help because he definitely led a generation and shit. And Fact. Definitely wish him well. Hell yeah. It's a, yeah. I always say before it was Dom K, it was Terry K. Like, For sure. Part of my life. Don't even really understand that Terry Kennedy was a part of a lot of shit that you liked. Bro, the crew sweaters, all of that shit. OG. Big chain, skateboarding. Uh, OG team on, ice cream. Was he yeah. on Beef 3? He might have been. Yeah. Mm. Niggas forget about Fly Society. Bro. Man. Matter of fact, you should take 4P and think before you mess with little skateboard, skateboard P. P. Niggas used to think skateboard T back in the day because he was in the video. Niggas was like, no, bro. He said skateboard P. Skate too. It was like, nah, he's shouting out TK two times. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, bro. I feel you. Yeah, but nah. But nah, um, this was a great week for hip hop overall. Uh, between Nas dropping, the Yay event, the verses, it was pretty dope. And just continue on that path. Um, Sheik, I mean, not Sheik, but Styles went and accepted the key to the city of Yonkers on behalf of the locks. Hell yeah. And I feel like that's just one of the many flowers that's been thrown at them this week. They're actually They've been having a hell of a week. Yes. They're featured on Kanye West, Donda, whenever it drops. They have a slot on there. That's one of them ones, too. Yep. That's one of them ones. I feel like uh, they're... Their streams went up by like two hundred percent. People are just just all up on the locks, and they're the uh, coolest kids on campus right now, to say the least. And I love it. It sucks you gotta wait this long to fully get what you feel like you deserve, but hey, you stay in it long enough, it will happen. Yeah. And they've been some good niggas and solid, so it's all well deserved. And continue on. Um, Shock G is going to receive a day-long celebration in the city of Oakland on August 21st. Oh, yeah. Rest in and peace. Never forget the life of Shock G and all that he uh, contributed to this art form. I'm Shock G, the one who put the satin in your panties. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I feel like this day is going to be interesting because they're going to reserve it with a day of just good deeds, which I think is pretty uh, honorable. Um, it's not just going to be, oh, we're just going to call it a day and, you know, just like, have a little post on Instagram. It's like yeah. they're gonna do some good deeds. I don't know exactly the details of those good deeds, but 
I think that's pretty dope. A little twist on it. I'm 1,000% sure Marshawn is going to be uh, involved with that. That'd be hard. That makes 100%. And it it makes you think, like, uh, that is, we was talking about Oakland off mic. Uh, That's really their identity in the essence. Like, nigga, they're real communal. If you just think back to the history of the Black Panthers and shit, that's the mecca. Looking out for the neighborhood. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Instead of the seated way that they about to do this and what Marshawn has been doing, it's like they wouldn't do it any other way. Shout out to Oakland, man. Yeah. That's our uh, cousin. Town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Niggas don't acknowledge it or nothing. You rapping? Yep. I am rapping. <laughs> they didn't even notice. Good looking, bro. But um, to continue on, Corrupt uh, in his hometown yeah, in Philadelphia is going to receive a street named after him. We like Freeze ours, cuz. Y'all see it? Y'all see and it's it? blue. So you hey. already know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He repping a blue side of that, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he repping that DPG hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Get your walk on. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. You let us see it, though. Hey, yeah, Shout out to Corrupt, man. Shout out oh, to yeah. Corrupt. Severely, uh, Under- not going to say underrated, Under- but underappreciated. For sure. Lyrical assassin. It's the lyrical. Miracle, you can't beat me mm-hmm. like Nisi. Mm-hmm. It's like this nigga's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, um, we celebrate hip hop every day for the most part. But it's dope to see other uh, other forces and um, platforms give honors and shit. And it's always great to be recognized, man. Always. And uh, none of these people uh, do not deserve it. They all definitely put in their work. And um. It sucks that Shock G wasn't here to receive it, you know what I'm saying? But his legacy still lives on, and I think it just makes it even doper for like people like the Locks and Corrupt to receive honors like this while they are alive. You love it like that. Hell yeah! Shout out to all them niggas, man. Shout out to hip hop. Oh yeah, oh geez. But yeah, jumping back in it though, um, De La Soul, long awaited. Um, something I think that's been talked about for a while. That they uh, didn't really have control of their masters, and that was a explanation for their absence on all of the streaming platforms. But reportedly, they are now in full control of their masters, and uh, they have, you know, full control of whatever they want to do with it. And I think that's great news for those guys. Hell yeah! Um, Shout out to De La Soul, man. They're definitely a pivotal hip hop group that I think has kind of been missing because of that, like. It's a group I definitely haven't really been able to tap into fully outside of the hits because I'm not able to stream their music. Mm-hmm. And even just going on YouTube is not really the same because you want to get that that CD quality type shit. Hell yeah. But um, hopefully this means that their music will be hitting platforms soon and that they'll see every uh, dollar that uh, becomes a proceed from it. Even though it's not much from streaming, but... But still, you know. Hey, they deserve whatever they, they could get coming their way. Hell yeah. Everything and more. Man. But like that was a huge feat and um shit. Outside of music, we know De La Soul is just culture. They got a, a pivotal sneaker and the S B line and shit and just their whole aesthetic during the late eighties, early nineties of the, their The uh, niggas is hip hop. You know the what I'm saying? Niggas is hip hop. Part of native tongues. Definitely uh, something to tap into if y'all not familiar. And that transitions into Aaliyah. Um, for one, I know we're approaching the 20-year anniversary of her death. 
She died on August 25th, 2001. Um, so we're yeah. approaching that anniversary, but... Nigga, that was two weeks before. 9-11. Mm. It's a weird transition because... In 2001, my granny died on August 3rd, but her birthday is August 13th. And then Aaliyah died August 25th. But the Aaliyah dying was pivotal because I remember Tay and Deanna went to a powerhouse that night and um, they found out at the concert that Aaliyah died and shit. And then to think, and then I remember being in fourth grade, remember seeing the towers and shit get knocked down like two weeks yeah. later. So the timeline of shit be like it's trippy. Crazy. Be like, damn, like that was a hectic ass month and days. a half. <laughs> like, that was a stressful 30 days. God bro. damn. But yeah, like Aaliyah, uh, 20 years, they don't. It don't feel like it. don't feel like 20 years, honestly. I can't focus. The way we talk about Aaliyah definitely don't feel like she's been going for 20 years like, nah. at all. And um, I think that's just a testament to her legacy. But it's been announced that they're going to be uh, slowly but surely adding her music to streaming services. A long time. You know? Is it coming to Spotify first? Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. Possibly. Um, I know the only thing that's... Able to stream is like uh, the first album she did with R. Kelly. Yeah. The Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Mm-hmm. And her song that she had on uh, the Next Friday soundtrack, that I Don't Wanna, mm-hmm. which is a banger. Mm-hmm. And that's just a big tease to not have the rest of her later catalog. Because as much as we appreciate the first album for what it's worth, um, we love her later shit more. One in a million is the one. You know what I'm saying? Aaliyah is the one. All that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think this will be a treat for fans of old and give a chance for uh, people of a younger generation to tap into Aaliyah and see why she's heralded to be, you know, the princess that she is of this uh, rap and R&B game. So I got a take, and it's not to be meant to be a knock, but in my opinion, I think Aaliyah and Selena are synonymous. That's not far. That's not far off at all. Even though I know the the demises were different circumstances, but as far as trajectory, that's not far at all. Okay. I feel like Selena just had, and I mean, Aaliyah kind of had an entire culture behind her as well. Still. Yeah. I'm, still. I'm not mad at that because they were both the, the young superstar princess that was, you know, of next type shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, me as a real Aaliyah fan, I already had the CDs, I already had the shit in my iTunes. You know, I uploaded sure it. I uploaded it on my phone. You know, like, yeah. nigga, old school niggas. But it's good to see that it's coming to streaming for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, They said a posthumous album is going to be coming as well. What y'all think about that? Do y'all remember when... Uh, Chris Brown... Or Drake. Drake, yeah, yeah. Before the Chris Brown shit, when uh, they dropped that Enough Said record, and then everybody yep. was like, oh, it's, it's, it's just a post-Hummus post project coming. I'm like, uh, I think... It was, but I think they shitted on it. I think uh, Drake got a lot of pushback to it. He was like, well, I guess we're not doing it. Because to see him get the Michael Jackson vocals, it was like he very well was trying to do something with Aaliyah vocals mm-hmm. at that time. 
But I think he got too much pushback to where he had to just pretty much cancel it. The thing is, I wasn't really mad at the the joint that they put out. My only thing is, like, it just it sounds like a Drake record with Aaliyah vocals on it. Yeah. So I think a lot yeah. of people were just worried that it would sound like a Drake project with Aaliyah vocals. But um, yeah, it's twenty years in. Like, I don't know if I'm really looking forward to it. That's real. Because I think if it didn't drop be on the verge of a new Prince album too. Yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm not really looking forward to it. Would y'all tap in if they did like a, a Biggie duets where they remade, uh, where they reuse vocals from old shit to make new songs? If they do that, I need Timbaland to be involved. If Tim is not involved, then no, I don't want to hear it. Okay. You know what's weird? I think Timbaland has been doing that on the low, like, um, Tink. Is it, is mm-hmm. Tink? He did that with Tink and it kind of ruined her career. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure if you heard the latest Justine Sky album that dropped this year. It's some Aaliyah samples on there. Yeah. And she even got a Justin Timberlake feature and shit. So clearly Timberland's involved. Word, yeah. But um, I feel like Timberland kind of fucks up Aaliyah's legacy, if I could just be frank. Because uh, he tries to redoes what he did with her a lot. And I think he does it out of a weird coping mechanism because he really misses her. But he kind of fucks up a lot of these R&B singers' career doing that shit. And he really did that. He did a lot of damage to Tink's career doing that. Literally saying, I had a dream. Aaliyah came to me. And he told me she was going to be the one. You can't say no shit like that. Even if it's real. Even if it's real. You can't say no shit like that. And... That's a whole lot of pressure. You know, and then you already got her following up doing Aaliyah covers and shit. It's mm-hmm. like, it was a bad move. And then to see him kind of do the same with Justine Scott, he didn't really give her that tag, but he's allowing her to kind of flip and cover Aaliyah records. It's like, I don't know, Tim. Like, and the space that he was in when it comes to Aaliyah it was kind of weird, too. You know, like, it's like, damn, Tim, it's like you trying to recreate something that's like I don't know who you trying to serve at this point mm-hmm. it's like it's self-serving honestly and um that's just how I feel like I know Timberland's a geni- genius when it comes to that shit but it seems like he really hits a roadblock every time when he works with a a new R&B singer at least of the last decade that he's just like he's trying to redo Aaliyah all over again yeah Why? it's kind of weird cause the look is almost damn near the same too you know it's just, I, like, I get it. Like, I definitely get it, but it's, like, it's almost an obsession, like, with Timberland. And it's, like, I wonder if people have gotten to him to try to get him to notice that shit. Mm-hmm. He said it himself. Well, not when it come to them, but when it came to her. Yeah. Is, um, Seven Streeters not Timberland's artist? I know she was Chris Brown's for a sec, but I don't think she's still under him exclusively. I not at least. She low key gave me some Aaliyah vibes out of she point. Did. Yeah, she did. She definitely did. She um, she's another one of those artists who I think might be a better writer than performer. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and that's not that she doesn't have the look. She's a beautiful girl. Um, I think she got the personality, all of that. But fortunately, when it comes to R and B singers, I don't think that cuts it. Like, you could be a guy and be handsome, have a great personality, be like, oh shit, you have weight there. <laughs> Rap side, but 
I think we've seen a lot of like beautiful women with personalities who didn't make it in R and B. So like it's, Tierra Thomas. Tierra Thomas is another. She is a phenomenal man. Motherfucking uh, Tori Alize. Let's talk about it. Bridget Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's about them. It's unfortunate, but um, Tori Alize. Alize. <laughs> trying to get faded. Hey, <laughs> showing your age, bro. You know what I'm saying? Alize. Talk about that versus. <laughs> I mean, wow. the Alize. I was born in '02. So, to piggyback to the verses real quick, that's exactly why we're a Yankees fitting. If, like, it never made sense to anybody, that's like. Game banging aside, nigga, that's a hip hop pack. Bro, that is yeah. a fucking hip. Like, that's culture. Like, like anytime I wear a Yankee. That's, it's like, I know I live in LA, so it's hard to explain this shit, but it's like, if you got a New York state of mind and you got, like, just love for New York hip hop, like, you would understand. Like, that shit is just uncomparable to anything, and it almost had me thinking like, what would be a LA, LA equivalent of that? Cause we've seen too short and forty, but that's a celebration. I'm talking about to where it's two LA factions or two LA artists, and like, no, nah, these niggas showing tension on stage. We know they ain't gonna fight, but. These niggas got hits and like they bringing that energy. Uh, like, do we have that? Nah. Not that I can think of off the rip. Nah. Not on no like rap shit. Yeah. You know, we can put two niggas up there with slappers that are from different gang oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think yeah, that yeah. some shit is gonna pop That's off, but it ain't like no it ain't like we don't have no Gucci and Jeezy in LA. I say that. Which is a great thing. That, that's a, yeah. It's a great thing to acknowledge. But at the same time, for the competition's sake, you like, you really can't uh, think of a person. So, if, uh, I'll say if Easy was still alive, him versus Snoop. That would be interesting. What about, uh, Quick, sugar free, and uh, who else part of that crew? Uh, Quick, my dumbass is about to say April. easy ham. No, um, um who the nigga on uh, no, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his Mossberg, name. Mossberg, I know, has passed away. Um, that's the third person. My nigga on Fandango, who is that? Mm, I know he's on the Bitch, better have my money. Yeah, fuck, uh, AMG. Yes, thank you. AMG, what if that crew go against Snoop and Dog Pound? Mm. I don't think the animosity that's, might not that's, be there. That's way too niche for a versus, though. Yeah. That's if, way too niche. What if we had 213 and Dog Pound versus Westside Connection? Mm. We can't have 213 without Nate. Yeah. Okay, well, if we had Dog Pound against Westside Connection, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. I would not be mad at that. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at it. That, yeah, that'd be solid. That actually would be pretty hard. I think that still might be niche on the West Side Connection side, bro. Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. For sure. That, that's, yeah, that's for, for those who know. But, I mean, us, nigga, being natives, like, nigga, that's on some dipset locks type shit. You know what really would be some dipset versus lock shit? But it's not on some city shit. It would be the whole state. It's Bay versus L.A. 
Oh yeah. That's the yeah. energy. Mm. Yeah. That's the energy. Yeah, that's that's the verses that That's that we the fucking energy right It's there. way more us than it is them though. Is on a on a mainstream level? On a mainstream, yeah. On a mainstream, on a mainstream level. Yeah. It's way more like, But is it? Yeah, Tony 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 from the Bay. Alright. Like but I know that's not rap. So you got yeah. forty short quick. I mean not quick, short. Tony Tony Tony. Mac Dre. Okay. You got uh Keep the Sneak. Okay. The Federation. Okay. Um, if you gonna speak on some new shit, you can't forget about like G Easy. G Easy. Fucking uh, Larry. Larry. Um Pilo. Where P-Lo. where are we putting Pac? Pac Pac is uh somewhere in the middle. Pac that nigga's definitely from New York. His digital underground shit, Bay. Okay. Shit, LA. LA. Easy. <laughs> Easy call. Even um, his first algorithm too, we get out to the bay. Two apocalypse now. Mm-hmm. Yo, that okay. go to the bay. No, that's some hits, though. <laughs> that's a lot of hits. <laughs> uh, all right, but that's 10. That's a good list, though. Should we didn't name uh, a Spice One from the Bay? I know that's old school, but it was pivotal for his time. The Loonies. Looney. Fuck yeah, it, I got bro. five on it. It's a point. Anytime it drops. Fucking, uh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That's a nice list. All right, that's 12. That we had to think about. Yeah. But that's off the dome. Like, I know we missing some names. Like, uh, I mean, it's probably niche, but the jacket. We didn't even say the pack. Didn't say yeah. the pack. Uh, Mr. Fab. That's Mr. That. Fab. I am Sue. I am Sue. MC Hammer. Kamaya. <laughs> you showing your age, bruh. Sage. Sage, Sage Neff the Ooh, I'm balling like baby. Uh, that's family, family too. That's crazy. Hey, why am I baby? Shit. Uh, S O B R B E. Yo. Keep mm. the in there too. Yo. Uh, you said Kamaya. That's another one that we, we fucking overlooking. It's like, damn. Um, bro, 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 bro. That's not a bad list. Though. That's it's not new school. That's not. But when we come to LA artists, we gonna have those behemoths. So I, I recommend that. Like Kendrick Snoop is like Kendrick Snoop Cube. Dre. That could t- that might knock out like ten Bay artists. Kendrick Snoop Cube Dre Game Quick Quick YG Death Row yeah. Pod Fucking Death Row Pod DPG. Oh, we did. We gotta do far side is LA. Yeah. Souls of Mischief is the bay. Souls of Mischief is the bay. What about uh Cypress Hill? Cypress Hill LA. LA mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, uh, we, got the, we got the Spanish rap. Lil Rob. Baby Bash. Lil Rob Baby Bash. Bro, I fuck with Baby Bash. I ain't even gonna hold you. Sugar Sugar is out. I'm gonna call me Mexican. <laughs> I like this song. Sugar Sugar, how'd you get so fly? That was what, 04? Yeah. Oh, four, oh, four. Man, I went to uh, I went to camp, YMCA camp that summer, bruh. And I was, we that had was Sugar shit. Sugar, Selfish was out, The Confessions, uh, fucking Remix was hot. Motherfucking, uh. Summer 04 was crazy. Lil John was cracking. Yeah. For sure. Yay was uh, fresh off the college dropout. Oh, 04 was a good year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The early 2000s. 
really was good. It was a weird point between like, and you could argue was weird because 05 was still kind of good, but you start seeing like, all right, it's Lappy Tappy out and shit. Mm-hmm. G Unit is out. I don't know. I like the Sierra chick. <laughs> every type of weird. It's like this shit is all all over the place. But then when you get to 2010, it kind of made sense mm-hmm. where we went mid 2000. So 2000 2010 is an underrated decade. I ain't gonna hold you. I think we're not. We're we aren't far enough from it for it to be uh, uh, truly like appreciated. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think the work put in between 2000 and 2010. Made hip hop global more than the work between twenty ten and twenty twenty. Facts. I would say by twenty twenty five, niggas are gonna recognize how crucial that decade was. I think they start to now. Like at least aesthetically, the music um, is catching up. Cause niggas they recognize like Nelly and shit. Like a lot of people didn't listen to Nelly like mm-hmm. that. Even people our age. Yeah. It's like you listen to the singles, but did you really listen to Nelly deep cuts type no. shit? You know what I'm saying? So oh, no, I didn't. That's a lot of people who's kind of going back like that's our age, but it's like trickling down to the younger people slowly but surely. I think soon we'll really get this out. They they flowers. Yeah. Because you really think about that decade, nigga, they ran shit. I'm thinking of fucking midfield mob shit and fucking bone crushers and cuts. It's like damn, nigga. They really had bangers. Stank on your drop 2000. Yep. Mm. And like, that's at the time. To think about that album, that's, I think, the first album that Outkast took hold of the production. And just think of the hits that they had compared to, like, the shit that led up to that album. It's like, that was clearly their breakout album. And Quiet as Kept, that's the last Outkast album. Together. Yeah. 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 Because uh, The Love Below the Speaker Box is definitely two solo projects. Double disc. And Idlewild is... Compilation. Soundtrack. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's like technically the last together outcast album. That's fucking nuts. 21 years ago. 21. Like, that shit's crazy. My dumbass is about to say 30. I can't count with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get so far ahead in mm-hmm. time. Trinity graduated from high school. Yeah, y'all. That's all good, bro. Barely making it. Did y'all really sit with Stank On You like that? I know that's an album I had to revisit. Like, uh, later it's Bombs Over Baghdad on Stank On You. Yeah. Yes, I did. Miss Jackson. Yes, I did. All of that. Mm-hmm. I'm really showing my age, nigga. Fucking, what game was that? Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX put me on the Bombs Over Baghdad. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I went to the album like, oh, yeah, nah. This is this is different. It's no other album that sounds like that. Nah, that sounds like Stank on You. Because that shit was all over the place. You can't duplicate that shit. It's almost like what the fuck was they on? Like that shit sounds like Stank on You is a planet. That had so fresh and so clean. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. on. Okay, that's so fresh, so clean. Miss Jackson and um, bombs over bombs over Baghdad. That Bob. Shout out to Bobby Ray. Big facts. <laughs> Killer Mike is all over that album and shit. Mm, Yep. CeeLo's on there. It's like, that's, it's such a, it's such an album that you don't hear often, especially when you think of Outkast. Man. But it's one of those ones to where it's like, you go back and listen to that while you're in the gym, you're like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) You know what one of my favorite Outkast songs is? What? Uh, The Whole World. Mm -hmm. 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 Mm -hmm
want that to might see. be Big Boy and Dre presents. That might be. Let's see. Whole world. Yeah, yeah I want to say that's Big Boy and Dre presents. But yeah. that was definitely it. one of my. Um, that was one of my favorite Outcasts. That is Madden sure. 03 or 04. That might be Maybe 03. 04. Maybe that might Maybe be 03. 03. Whole world is Outcast presents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what year did I drop? 02 or 03? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That dropped 01. Mm-hmm. At least the Apple Music. Wow, 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 Yeah. Or it might be Madden 02, nigga. <laughs> you never know. Low key. Because that was the one with Dante Culpepper on it, right? I'm thinking the one with Vic. Hey, I was like, Vic is 04. 03. Nah, Vic was on 04. Vic was definitely 04. Because they had sure. Chameleon there yeah. on there. Chameleon there on the soundtrack. Okay. Who was 03? Was it Falk? Marshall Falk was 03. I want to say Dante Culpepper was 02. I'm thinking about NBA Live, though. But 04 was definitely Michael Vick. 03 is Marshall Falk. Mm -hmm. 02 was... I know McNair. 02 was Dante Culpepper. 02 was Dante Culpepper. Okay. 04 is uh, Mike Vick. Yes, sir. 05 was Ray Lewis. Yes, sir. Only defensive killer, killer, the killer, 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 Shout out to Ricky, bro. We here. Shout oh, out yeah. to Ricky, bro. What, what, what year was OJ on? 94, 95? Man, 187. <laughs> hey, oh, yo. Man. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can really play a Hall of Fame team with the killers in it. Come on, bro. Slaughter gang. Murder gang shit. That's just sick. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is nice, though. Dude, not no drunk. <laughs> never got caught. What that nigga Dave Chappelle say? He said that murderer ran for eleven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, sometimes. You oh guys. shit, man! Shout out to Rihanna, completing the trifecta mm-hmm. run this town. Yeah, three billionaires. Uh, that's now was featured on that track. Um. It's pretty safe to say that her uh, Fenty conglomerate is a big chunk of this fortune. Absolutely. Outside of her music and touring mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah, um, it's dope. Uh, Rihanna, it's kind of weird to see she got this before Beyonce. I'm not even going to hold you. So here's the thing. And somebody brought it up on Twitter and it makes sense. Beyonce stopped reporting her income to Forbes. That's true. So we don't know. I mean... Hove been hinting at them being billionaires together. Yeah. So it's like Beyonce probably been at it. But he said, "What's better than one billionaire?" Two. Two. What did Beyonce say? Of course, it's some shit that's gonna go down when it's over a billion dollars in the elevator. So by their, you know, what I'm saying their admittance, they've already been. At that level, that should just sound good though, because she it goes do. down when it's less than a hundred dollars, and I like, like she could go down. Come on, man. <laughs> it do go. Over <laughs> <laughs> some food snacks. Hell yeah. Over lunch food. tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown up yeah. lunch tickets. <laughs> but, nah, man. Shout out to Rihanna, man. That album is never coming. So yeah, I, get or it might. 
Or it might because the pressure's off. Do we want it? Yeah. I'm not mad at Anti being her last album. I wouldn't be mad at that either. Go out on top. I wouldn't be mad. But um, I think she got more to offer. There's so much good music out, and I just like the texture of Rihanna's voice and her image towards just like, if you just put the team to just have her sing whatever, it's like, I don't care. Like, we need Rihanna to put some shit out. Is it fair to say that she's our generation Madonna? Yeah, that's pretty fair. Will Beyonce be our generation? Outside of Michael Jackson. Um, Because I don't even think that's a fair comparison, to be honest with you. Michael Jackson had everybody. I don't think every nigga likes Beyonce music. And they might say it because it's a popular thing to say. But everybody loves Michael Jackson music. What about Janet or Whitney? No, nah. that's too low. Well, not the Whitney's too low, but she dances and entertains more than Whitney. You think Janet? Tina. She might be Tina Turner. She might be our, our generation's Tina. Yeah. Y'all think Janet is too low? Yeah. To, for Beyonce? Yeah. Do y'all realize how big Janet Jackson was? No, I real, I know Janet is sonically I, she should just be number two to Michael because that's the only that's the only artist that sounds like Michael Jackson and it's just a female Michael Jackson. Every female freaker. artist is trying to catch up to Janet Jackson. I don't think it's everyone. Side it's what this lady's like side A out there. I'm talking about, like I'm talking about just commercially. I would argue and say that Beyonce is bigger than Janet commercially right yeah. now. I'm not mad at that right now. What would you say Janet Jackson's biggest song is? Control? Is that Rhythm Nation? I, I, I was yeah. going to say either Rhythm Nation or... or uh, it's another one off in that era. That's the way love goes. It's huge. That's huge. Doesn't matter. It was huge. Yeah. I like those songs, but it ain't, it ain't... Yeah, None of it them pales in comparison. So the crazy in love, but Rhythm Nation, we wasn't we wasn't around yeah. for that. You know what I mean? That was I recognize that. Hard time. I recognize that. But even to Beyonce's credit, Beyonce stayed with a banger since we was kids. Yeah, even with Destiny's Child. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, nigga, Beyonce got a word in the dictionary. Yeah. I'm not saying that Janet, like, that's a knock against Janet, but culturally, I think Beyonce means more to our generation and moving forward than Janet Jackson did to us moving forward. I think, and it's just all in all, Beyonce put the work in. Janet, she she did her thing, but I don't think Janet put in as much as Beyonce did. I think to her detriment, it's like, nigga, she's Michael Jackson's sister. Yeah, and I, I think that that helped propel her, but then that held her back too. Cause oh, like, yeah. you, you dope, but you ain't Michael. You feel me? And it's, like, you definitely the second best sibling in your family, but you that gap between one and two is vastly, vastly big. Now I will say, Janet might be a better actress than Beyonce. Hell yeah, I yeah. I will go with that. I don't think Beyonce has a movie where it's like she didn't Nikki. look like Beyonce. In it, or just Beyonce playing a role? Yeah. Like, I, it's hard to separate the art from the artist when she's uh, when she's acting, because, like, damn, you, like, you really trying. Hell yeah. Even when she played Etta James, it was like, that, that was probably her best role, but it's like, nigga, you are still. Hell acting. yeah. 
all the roles where she played a singer just didn't help. Like the hip hopper or a dream girls. It's like it's I just see Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. Even Fighting Temptations. <laughs> She's singing in that role. Like Beyonce in church. Like <laughs> before she blew okay. up. Uh, it's funny that you said that because uh, Shorty was in that too. Uh, I think it's Chloe. Chloe Bailey was in it? No, Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Uh, oh, she Bailey was? Bailey. She yeah. was? She was a little Beyonce. For real? Yeah. Uh, that shit crazy. That shit is sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really sick because nah, that shit yeah. came out when we was little boys. I wouldn't really thought of. No, nah, but we wasn't looking at it like that. But it's like, nah, it's crazy how the, the How it is now. She no. tapped in. Cause I look, I look at Katie now. Katie's grown, but I still be like, this shit is sick. Katie Kyle, yes, yeah. Cause I'm like, this little Katie, like little little Katie, Parker McKenna, little little Katie ain't nah, little no little, more. Yeah, nah, she the one. Old girl for everybody hates Chris. That's uh, uh Paige, Paige Heard. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Nah, even when we was young, nah, she had it. She had it. Yeah. She was one of them ones. She always, uh, now she just looked like everybody he's Chris still. Mm-hmm. Even though we're probably the same exact age too. She older than us. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. She still looked the same. That's yeah. the crazy part. That's just fucked up. It's tight for her. I guess for women, it's dope. Because she'll be 40, 50 and be like, ah, it's finally caught up. Like Shorty. Uh, Bianca Lawson. Like up until yeah. recently, like she was still playing teenage roles. Yeah. And she older than Beyonce. Like the nigga Sweetness. I always thought him and Nick Cannon could have been cousins. The Man, nigga that played uh, Hell yeah. That nigga just started aging. And the nigga that played on uh, Coach Carter, the ball. Oh, nigga. I was about to say, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That nigga been a high school student for like 15 years. Bro. Then it was like, yeah. right, you could be a parent. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, damn. Niggas get that dad by. They can't be kids no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucked up because what helped him uh, was the bald head. Yeah, he was on that early. Bro. But that was some 90 shit, though. That's the yes. crazy part. That's a cheat code. Look at Jadakiss. This nigga Jadakiss, I'm going to go reverse. I'm going to be bald and then yeah, grow yeah. hair. I'm going to be bald by choice. DMX is like that, too. I think DMX could have had hair that whole... Tupac? Tupac was a young-ass yeah. nigga with a body. Yep. It's like, it's just a look. When he went to jail, he was like, yeah. man, this nigga could grow weights. That made me think about that uh, the episode on uh, I Am Athlete. When that nigga Chad was talking about, like, I don't like swimming because I want to get my hair wet. Niggas was like, come on, Chad, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> nah, like, seriously. And so, uh, old boy was like, nigga, if you grew your hair out right now, like, you would have a head full of hair. He's like, I'm dead ass, yeah. I'm like, I can't see Chad with hair, I though. I couldn't. He probably could, though. He's been bald forever. Since we known him. Like, that shit is crazy. I, I can't do it. I'm curious, though. Like To go bald? I'm curious to see how it look with a body. Just... Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see people rocking it. I'm like, damn, that shit look hardcore. Like, when you watch Fat Five, it's just like, fuck. It would be tight for me and my niggas just come out somewhere bald yeah. as fuck. They <laughs> 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 just fuck shit up. <laughs> but oh, then it's like, man. nah, you gotta live with that afterwards. <laughs> Condolences to the homies that went bald without a choice. Yeah, man. My heart's is with you. Hey, do you remember we was at the AA and I had my hair out? And Hell yeah. And it was like, God damn, that's a nice hair. Hell yeah. That nigga was bald to the motherfucker. You see me styling? <laughs> oh, you mad because I'm styling. <laughs> that shit funny. Oh, boy. That shit is really a thing, though. At least at this age. I don't know if it's an age thing or a generation thing because I'll be seeing some young niggas balding. 
That shit is crucial. Genetics, genetics is a motherfucker, bro. Genetics is a motherfucker. Genetics, but I think it's something Lifestyle, with, too. It's lifestyle, and I think it's got something to do with some of these products out here. I ain't even gonna hold you. Oh, that's too, for sure. Like, Not some of the, the foods right we shit, eating yeah. and yeah. all of that, like, like that shit gotta be... Because it's, it's not just a sector. It's like a whole generational thing. So, it's, I don't know. Just something I've been noticing. Like, that shit is nasty. Like, we talk about bald heads. That's why a lot of these young niggas, like, we were saying they bald on the face. They want to keep their youth forever. So, it's like, why would I grow facial hair prematurely? Like, while I can rock a clean face, I'm going to do that. That's the crazy part, nigga, because I can remember being 13. Like, damn, nigga, I can't wait till I get a Hell yeah. Like, I never loved, like, my bare face. Like, not thinking I'm ugly or nothing, but I'm like, this shit is... Mr. Naked. Potato Head without the stash. He said Mr. Potato Head. It's yeah. like something missing. It's like, damn. Like, skin is smooth, but it's like, that's about it. <laughs> like, need something else. Yeah, nah. But, um, shout out to Rihanna once again. Shout out to ASAP Rocky. Seen him going on a shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Know that nigga like designer shit. Facts. Ran it up. Speaking of yeah, albums, yeah. I think he got one on the tuck. Oh, yeah. That all smiles been floating around for a minute. I feel like then you drop a link or something. Somebody dropped a link in her group chat. Might have been Rick. Yeah, and it was the All Smiles album, and I was like, this shit definitely sound like some fresh recordings, but um, maybe he's a word elite. I wanna tweak it and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at any nigga that bagged a billionaire, man. Hell no. You feel me? And it's crazy just to see how. Rihanna that came up because we done seen the reports of when she was, you know, bankrupt or was going bankrupt oh, yeah. in like 09 or some shit like that. So it's just a testament to staying focused, staying on your grind and being able to accomplish whatever the fuck you're the doing. proper way to bet on yourself. Okay. Yes. I know we about to transition to the Dr. Dre daughter, but it's funny that you say that, like you can't be mad at a nigga who backed the billionaire. I've been listening to a lot of rap music, and it's a lot of cliches. And not only is one of the cliches of I'm going to take another nigga, bitch, is that your last nigga was a lame. And that's like, how lame was the last nigga if he had what you wanted? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I, I can't wait till I hear a rapper just, like, tell the truth and be like, I ain't going to lie, the last nigga was cool. <laughs> I'm like, they ain't together no more. A lot of the times, the last nigga was his boy, but, you know, we don't got to get into it. Talk about it. Talk eight about it. <laughs> if that wasn't his boy, they definitely napped each other up in the past. Oh yeah. He one of them niggas called the other nigga Big Bro, for sure. Ben Affleck definitely called A Rob Big Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he hates the Yankees, nigga. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Where is Diddy in that equation? Oh Matthew. yeah. <laughs> uh, Diddy somewhere on the outside still looking dead, bro. Godfather. That nigga said Brother Love. It's for sure calling A Rod Big Bro. Like, Diddy was calling A Rod Big Bro. If you really want to talk about during COVID, that was nasty. Yeah. Slight little tangent. <laughs> Niggas like swimming in the same thing. It's familiar waters. No. It's nasty. Niggas pee in that pool. Hey nigga, that's why I don't get in the ocean no more. I was talking to that nigga. I, I was talking to forty four, 
He, he was telling me one time he was at the beach. Nigga said he had to shit, and all he did was just lift his little trunk leg up. And I was like, yeah, bro. So I'm standing up. Nigga swimming. Wherever he was at, nigga, floating or whatever. That nigga said he just lifted one trunk up. I would never be that relaxed. Any nigga who shit on they self or shit just willingly, like, you different. Like, you (laughs) mad different. Especially being vertical. Yeah, nah, I can never be that relaxed. Like, how loose is your asshole? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Why yo. Why that shit just dropping out the fence? Like, like hey, that yo. shit is smushing up the <laughs> <laughs> Like, this nigga, wow. Like, he's like, just let him talk. Like, why, why are you telling that story about nigga? Like, everybody else is probably like, damn, that nigga shit in the water. One nigga like, why was his asshole? <laughs> why the nigga booty so loose? <laughs> Like dog, like. <laughs> no, the water peaceful, but damn, nigga. <laughs> That's salt water, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Chafing. Think of some water. Shout out 44. Man, you a wild boy for that, bro. Yes, sir. He is. Yeah, Barack be Happy birthday, by the way. Barry, yo. Barry. That nigga rocking. Nasty nigga. <laughs> 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 double entendre, don't oh. even ask me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Calling that nigga Rocky. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh fucking hey, bro. Nah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Nah, but you definitely got a point. Yeah, man. Um, Dr. Dre, you know, he's a billionaire. Can't catch a break, though. We know that he's paying 300000 300, a month to his former wife. But now uh, it's been reported that his 38-year-old daughter is uh, homeless. And now she's pretty much uh, doing DoorDash to just keep afloat with her car rental. Um... She was previously being assisted by Dr. Dre, but I think she was cut off as of 2020. Here's where the details get fuzzy. Um, I seen that they hadn't talked in like over a decade, but he was still uh, covering her like expenses up until 2020. She does have, I want to say, four children. They're not all living with her. I think she said that they're staying with friends or whatnot, but. Possibly some might be with their father, hopefully. But yeah, um, what do y'all think about this situation? Um, she says she's somewhat embarrassed because people know who her father is, but it's like, you know, this that's is, not her money necessarily. Yeah, this is one of those where it's, it's kind of like, I know we got to cover it because this is what we do, but it's just, it, you know, those, those situations just seem a little nasty to really speak on when we don't know all the details and shit. Like, we don't know the, we don't know the, you know what I'm saying, the intricacies behind their relationship as father and daughter. Granted, you never want to see somebody that not necessarily has the resources, but that's close enough to somebody that has the resources go through that. 
But like I said, we don't know what she's been doing. We don't know where their relationship is at. Like, just because, you, you know, we, we'll see it niggas all the time, bro. Niggas be like, oh, nigga, fuck my dad, fuck my mom. And it's just like, I, why would you say that? But it's like, nigga, once you learn, it's like, oh, shit, like, y'all done been through some shit. So it's like, my perspective, I don't want to, I, don't, I wouldn't want to wish that uh, relationship, relationship on any parent and child you always want the best for them but hey as a 38 year old adult you got to be able to take care of yourself or kids yeah regardless regardless you 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 have lived enough life to understand how shit works and you should be able to at least make sure that you good and if you have kids you got to make sure your kids is good you don't want to rely on other people as an adult even if they got the this shit, you know what I'm saying, to help you. That, uh, I share those same sentiments. Like, granted, like, I don't have kids, but... You sure? That I'm claiming? Is it tax season? <laughs> Ricky ain't independent no more, so I don't got no kids. But, uh, God willing, when I, when I have children, like, I'm going to take care of my kids to the best of my ability for as long as I can. But at the same time, I'm going to instill in them the work ethic to sustain themselves. With that said, I'm not faulting Dre for cutting her off, more or less. Because, like, at, at what point do you realize, like, of course your dad is a billionaire, but it's like you will want to establish something for yourself. So it's like, nigga, um, granted, Dre is, Dre got money, but Dre ain't Hilton money. He ain't. Walmart money to where it's like, nigga, this money is gonna last generation after generation after generation after generation. Like, he put in a lot of work to get to the point where he is, but like, three generations down the line, it might dry up if nobody's really trying to push it forward. So, it's like, you will want it. Like, I want you to finish what you're saying, but I think Drake might have that generational wealth. I could be crazy. I think just off of music alone, he has generational wealth. Well, he owns all of his masters and shit. Yeah, it's a difference between generational wealth and lifetime wealth. Nah, his lifetime, he good. His lifetime, no, but I'm saying like nigga in in general, like this nigga said Walmart, bro. The nigga that invented Walmart, bro. But generational wealth is greater than lifetime wealth. Generational wealth is that Walmart wealth. Yeah, I think Dre has that. To the extent is that dr- not to the Walmart extent. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting to the point where uh, right. Dre is like on a level of Walmart or something. But Hove has established something to where it's like nigga Blue Sir and all the rest of the kids. Like if they don't go into that line of work, like their kids, kids, kids will be set up. Yeah. Like if that stays within the family. Yeah. I'm not a thousand percent sure that although all the all the work that Dre's put in, that he's established something that can last generation after generation after generation. So with that said, I'm thinking like Nick talked uh, talked on at 38 years old, like you have kids. At some point, you didn't think to like if I'm I know I'm not going to be able I might not be able to uh, achieve the level of success that my father has, but at least let me be self sustaining. Oh, I thought that. Call it, it, call it a buck a buck. I feel like this was probably never really his child. Like, not on some, like, physically, but if we know Dr. Dre's career and just seeing the gap that they went without talking and then knowing that he was just covering expenses, 
So like, it's probably just a child support type mm-hmm. thing. Damn near majority of her life, never really established a relationship. Then you get into the elder years, you kind of like, this is an adult that doesn't talk to me. This isn't a kid no more. Yeah. This is an adult who doesn't want a relationship with me. <clears throat> Yet I'm still supporting. So I can see him just being like, no. Like, you know, just just simply put no. Um, it just cutting her off, but uh, it does look a little crazy. I, I can't hold Yeah. Just the living out the car part is what it is makes it really sticky like granted if it was just a situation where it's like he not paying her bills no more you know it's like all right well, that doesn't make sense. i think we get wind of that because she's living out her car but i mean it might be a slight tangent but it's in kind of and i may be in the wrong and y'all can call me on this but it's kind of indicative of i'm not going to say all of them but the female mindset that's Perpetuated in society right now, where it's like, nigga, they looking for handouts rather than they looking to be taken care of. Exactly, that's the thing. Rather than, I don't like. I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm trying to gather my thoughts, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's a mindset that's being perpetuated right now, where it's like, men ain't really look, being looked at as partners. More is more or less as meal tickets. Now, granted, that's not in all situations, but yeah, I see that a so, lot yeah. with the age of social media right now. Granted, like she might be a little far removed being 38, mm-hmm. but but do we kind of do that when we pander? Like, and I'm not saying you specifically, but um, I'm with saying like I treat one woman like a queen and all of this, but do you know what you're saying though when you say that? Like, Cause it's like words mean things. They definitely do. But people have different interpretations. But you know what a queen a queen doesn't work. A queen gets taken care of by the king. Queen might take care of the household. Yeah. And which I think a lot of women of this generation are saying that they're down to do. They're like, shit, man, I'll cook clean. You'll have three meals a day. Your bed will be made. I'll rub your feet, run your bath water, all that. I just don't want to pay no fucking bills. It's it's like where you pander and then once they say they want it, it's like, well, nigga, you just said I was your queen, I was your world, all that. Like, act like it. So I, I'm. It's just it's no, no, no. You, you, you make a valid point. And I think with niggas, they need to more or less say, uh, "This is my first lady." Just be realistic. Like, nigga, we like, both working. I'm doing majority of the work, but we still working. Like, nigga, the first lady has her own duties. She ain't just sitting in the crib just kicking it. Every nigga's not a king. Like every woman ain't a queen. But every know. nigga is a star. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every nigga. <laughs> Bro, I was watching Jago last week with the fam. Oh, and it's like, a nigga on a horse. Who's this nigga on that nag? The fancy clothes, <laughs> the fancy clothes, nigga. <laughs> they came with uh, that Nipsey blue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Early, he been from six. Uh, Early. But uh, I don't know. It's just a little nugget because I'm like, yeah, women do have it. The expectations a little warped, but it's like who let them down that rabbit hole? Yeah. Like, like, we in a recession. Can't be a fucking queen right now, nigga. I need a partner. It's tough. Are we? Yeah, you are. 
This niggas were now jobs going on vacation. They're like, we're the recession. <laughs> like, like, the working man is a sucker. That's what they said. Niggas got that PPP, that ADD. Bro, these niggas is living. Are people who just work independently, like, I can't call it, bro. Like, niggas is getting money. Like, it's money to be got. And, and it's you, always money out here. But and I, make you look crazy. It's like, only thing you swap is benefits and insurance. I need that, though. You do. I need I, that. I, I, I need I, that. I, yeah. Especially at this point in life, I mm. need that. But a lot of these niggas, they out here young, just gunning young, and getting yeah. it. Enjoying them, so I, I'm not mad. It's, it's just different energy. Can, yeah, can't be mad at it. It's me. like, they don't give a fuck about a doctor visit. Now, and that's the thing. It, it really boils down to what you what you expect out of your future. It's yeah. like, niggas is here for a good time, not a long time. Like, all right, that makes sense. But it's like, nigga, if I'm trying to build some shit, like, mm-hmm. I can't do that right now. As much as enticing as it looks, like, nigga, them vacations and shit, like, I kind of want to buy a house. Like, you want to enjoy the vacation because it's like, I go on vacation now, but when I come back, it's still going to be the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, life ain't a vacation. <laughs> Randy, these motherfuckers is wearing Gucci this, Fendi that, nigga, they got roaches and fucking mattresses on the floor. Bro. Parking bins and apartment complexes. Bro, the gram shit. is not real. No, nothing is real. It's all a figment of your imagination, bro. What that nigga say? Uh, what 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 uh, Childer say on Atlanta? He's like, nigga, everything is made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's facts, man. It is. All this shit stemmed from an idea. Who made these clothes? <laughs> Who made this cheese? How many? Why y'all didn't tell me cheese is good? How many millionaires you wearing right now? That part. That show is funny on Baby Boy, but it was real though. Like, this shit don't mean nothing, nigga. I'm still gonna use Dove. Mm-hmm. Fuck if you made a million before me. I need deodorant. Yeah. I need clothes. That <laughs> <laughs> smell good. I'm wearing essentials. Shout out to, uh, what's my bad name? Speaking of Dove, nigga, you wanna get into it? Or nah? Nah, what is it? Dove? Motherfuckers, that ain't bad. Oh, yeah. We can get into it. Niggas ain't washing their ass. They ain't washing their ass, bro. No, nah, that's not niggas. It's white people. Yeah, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. White devils. <laughs> they heard cleanliness was next to godliness, and they was like, Bet. fuck that shit. <laughs> Keep me Thanks for the away. clue. Oh, Thanks for man. the clue, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay away man. from that shit. Literally. That, that shit crazy, stay bro. That Why do they feel the need to put that out there? I don't know. I feel like at first when I saw it, I thought it was like some trolling type shit. But I'm like, nah, niggas is nasty because when they discussed the washing leg shit, niggas was really perplexed. Like, you supposed to wash your legs? Like, it doesn't just go down. It's like, no, nah, nigga, nigga, it don't. Dirt build up everywhere. But that's some shit I noticed when I first started going to school around other races. Like, hygiene is different. Um, mm-hmm. It's different household to household. Fuck a race. Yeah, thank you. You know what I'm saying? You. Thank you, thank you. But especially when it comes to, like, certain racial things, like, I know a comedian made a joke, like, it was a white comedian. He was like, all his black friends was using lotion and cologne way earlier than he was. And he was like, he didn't get it. He was like, these, they was boys. He was like, niggas wearing lotion and cologne. He was like, I'm just washing up and going outside. Yeah. There's a difference, like. Nigga using the same rag to wash his nuts in his face. Bro, that shit is disgusting, like. 
Niggas don't even. I'm not even mad. I was about to say I'm not mad if they if they at least doing that because motherfuckers don't even straight soap, straight bar. Bro, I forgot what it was, but it was a clip floating around of the white shorty talking about yeah, I don't really use soap. I just wash my hair and let the shampoo trickle down. I'm like, that's nasty, and it makes sense because I had a neighbor in college, bro. Uh, Always, Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because. my shorty at the time was her roommate, and we lived next door, so I would always be in the room Dude. when she would uh, come out the shower. And I'm Dude. like, why are you still mustard? <laughs> I was being like, what the fuck are you doing in there? The why are you nasty. still fucking mustard? In there bullshitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's dancing. Like, <laughs> Release your inhibitions. Feel the rain on your skin. In the ditty bop, man. In the shower doing shit. <laughs> But to your point earlier, G, I, I want to. Uh, the only thing that made me upset about that shit is the certain racial undertones. Because yeah. if a poor black family said, "Oh yeah, we don't, we don't shower. Our kids don't shower." CPS is like, "Oh, we got to get them the fuck out of there immediately." That's something I didn't really like about that shit. Yeah, that shit is. Uh, it, it just shows the double standard or shit. Even um. Just having money, like, you'll feel comfortable saying some shit like that. Because you're like, oh, I got money. I don't care. Like, you shower every day, but you broke. So, like, <laughs> 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 That's sick. That's like, some niggas are like, okay, I'm dirty. That's why you broke, because you pay your water bill. I'm filthy rich. Literally. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, nah, niggas is just filthy. <laughs> filthy with money. Niggas is just That filthy. nigga said after a workout, he just throw water on his face to wash off the salt. Hey, what they say, money just heightened who you are. Yeah, so they just been nasty niggas. Money and fame, bro. It only makes you more of what you already was. That's fucked up because I fucked with Ashton, too. That's dirty. Yeah. But if you're telling me the nigga that invented punk doesn't take showers all the time, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we were to talk to some black people, They'll keep it a buck and be like, nigga, someday, some weeks while I'm going for it, I might just get a good three in type shit. If they keep it at a buck, like a nigga like Diddy, I can imagine at some point early on, as much as he's a clean and flashy nigga, he probably admits like, bro, I've been in the studio three days. Same sweats type shit, you know what I'm saying? And with that, I can understand it because like the lifestyle, it, it, it makes sense. Like, nigga, if you really on your grind and shit, it's like. Like you said, if you're in the fucking studio for three days, it makes sense. Yeah, but they should have more like lifestyle. Like, if you going to pick your kids up from school and coming back to the crib, and you was like, nigga, you yeah. ain't even thought about a shower. Like, like even working from home, it's like, granted, the beauty of it is like, nigga, I ain't really got to rush to wake up and take a shower in the morning. But some some point throughout the day, I feel you dirty. Yeah. I'm like, damn, nah, my nigga, it's 3 o'clock and like, I ain't take a shower yet. You don't want to just lay up on your furniture dirty. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the the concept of motherfuckers not even taking off their outside clothes to sit on their bed and shit. A lot of people don't do that too. That's a new concept. I know a lot of people do that for some um, dirty macking, try to get girls out their clothes and shit. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, that's just a new concept to them. Like, Bro, like, even fucking taking your shoes off when you get in the crib, like it. Yeah. It seemed excessive growing up, but it's like nigga. One motherfuckers is tired of cleaning up, and two nice. nigga, that is some dirty shit. Cause you people bring in all different type all of tracks. kind of shit. Like, what that nigga Roddy say? Don't wear no more. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Right. Black moms. Yeah, grandmoms. They were first. 
plastic on the couch mm-hmm. for your dirty asses. We thinking like, oh, you want to get y'all dirty? I seen a wild tweet. <laughs> About plastic hey, yo, on your hey, yo, on chill, out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Let's go. On your couch. I want to hear it. Uh, your grandma had plastic on her couch because she was a squirt. <laughs> original super soaky. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bro, get him out of here. Get him out of oh, here. Man. That's fucking nasty. Yeah, no, bro. That shit remind me of the fucking Chappelle skit when they had them old niggas with mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm good on it. Oh, man. Yeah, plastic on the furniture is fucking wild right now. That's an error. You better have air conditioning in the house. Because if you just got plastic on the furniture, nigga, and heat, <laughs> niggas peeling off them bitches oh, like stickers. Oh, my God, bro. Have you ever, uh, like, slept on a leather couch? Yeah, yeah, it's That's very uncomfortable. But when I was uh when I was staying off of Fairfax, I used to sleep on the couch. Word. Yeah, and it was just in one bedroom, so you feel me? I was on the couch type shit, but a black leather couch at that. <laughs> you should have went to sleep listening to Jodeci every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather sleep on the floor, yo. Yeah, sleeping on the floor used to be the shit as a kid. I don't know why. I used to opt to sleep on the floor. Or even when it would be random moments, you'd be like, oh, your bed frame has a cane. Yeah, you'd be like, cool. But the mattress on the floor, I'm like, I like it like this. Come in the room, you just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, cool, it's cooler down there. Hell right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? He definitely rises. That shit used to be fun. Like, now as a grown man, try to explain that to a bitch. I'm like, your bed on the what? On the floor? You want to get some ass? Mm-hmm. No. But you like if my car sit low. <laughs> okay. Nah, I don't like that shit. The older I got, I'm like, I like trucks, like for real, for real. Like, I would have a fleet shit. of trucks. I'm not a truck dude. I don't I know what it is. Not, not big, big trucks, but like SUVs. SUVs yeah, I'm fucking with them. It gotta be a, it gotta be some killer for me to. Like a G wagon. That's. Oh yeah, I, a G wagon been one of my favorite cars since yeah. I was like 11. I'm not no pickup truck nigga at all. I'm not mad truck. at it though. Oh, no, I hate them shits, bro. I'm not mad at it. And you gotta be on some like, I go to Home Depot a lot type <laughs> shit. Like, be on some manly man shit. Working man, the working man. Tape measure on your hip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a fucking phone. Walking Bro. toolbox in the back. Hell yeah. That should be turning women on. Like, it'd be the randomest shit. Like, niggas be buying designer clothes, not knowing, like. Dang, they don't really like that shit. Bro. Off top, niggas be tucking in a t-shirt into their Wranglers with they fucking steel toes. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Bruh, Building I, houses and shit. Legit. Like, I, I forgot what the fuck I was doing, but I was on FaceTime, like, facing some shit and talking to a shorty, and she was like, nah, I'm, I'm actually, See? like, kind of turned on. And she See? was really doing some shit like that. I'm like, some regular shit. Niche, I'm telling you, niggas be thinking too much. I'm like... Don't overthink it. Niggas be hunting, getting ass. <laughs> it's like... Oh, that's Construction so niggas. For real. Them niggas is living. Bro, why you think they be catcalling? <laughs> it be working. Hell yeah. Shout out to Roofer, man. Shout out to that <laughs> Nick Variant. <laughs> Shout out to yourself. <laughs> Nigga Floyd. <laughs> Your boy. Oh, man. I was with this nigga Sam one time. We went to a random ass hotel kickback. And one of the niggas in there. All right, have you ever been to an event where you like, it's not a lot of niggas in here? 
but you know the niggas in here is trying to talk to the same girls. So yes. it's like mm-hmm. I kind of click up knowing it's like we, we know what time it is. Yeah. Not too many of us in here. Friendly competition. It's, it yeah. was some shit like that. One of the niggas was an actual cowboy. Like this was before I ever heard of Compton Cowboys or some shit like that. This nigga, in my mind, he walked in the party, looked side to side, and grabbed his belt buckle. <laughs> and all the shorties was like, awesome, "You right? Yeah, I ride horses." I was like, like the Tom and Jerry shit, where that nigga fucking was rolling up the the cigarette with one hand in front of the shorty. Nah, I don't remember oh, that shit. Man. That shit funny. Bro, I was just like, this nigga's a random ass cheat code. Like, who brought Cowboy? Thanks, Cowboy. Oh. The show was fucking with him on that shit. This nigga, it got to a point, niggas was like, you know, you starting to see niggas starting to break off. And I'm like, this nigga's still on this Cowboy shit. <laughs> like, That's him. Nigga, tip it as half, man. I can fix that. This nigga really leaves it. Oh, fuck, yeah. And the Dude. next week I saw him, this nigga was like, yo, what's up, cuz? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga switches it up. Play the part. That motherfucker's like Megan Compton, nigga. So it do work. Yeah. That shit is funny. But um, as we transition and proceed to give you what you need. Nah, I'm fine, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Kill my motherfucker. Carlton Banks. Yeah. The yeah. character is played by Alfonso Ribeiro. By Carlton Banks. Yeah. <laughs> but we still call him Carlton. You know, that's his best known role. Uh, he recently came out, felt like he was never fully accepted by the black community because he married a white woman. I call bullshit because there's plenty of black men who marry white women who have been accepted by the black community by large. So, uh,. <clears throat> I don't really care to argue that he's not accepted by the black community. Well, I do. For what do you think he's accepted by the black community? I think he yes. is accepted by the black community as Carlton, Carlton. Banks. Which so should, that means he's not accepted by the black community. I wouldn't say that because, nigga, if you're accepted as a typecastic character, Carlton, although that nigga was in love with white culture, they always casted a black love interest for him. So That's we true. didn't really That's equate true. white women to Carlton Banks, nigga. We just equated him as a white passing black dude. That's true. They kind of did that on the show too overall. They never dated a white woman. Never no white I don't even recall no white love interest on that show ever. Nah, yeah, now that you mention that, I mean, granted, bro, Will had a lot of Will had a lot of work on that show, but I cannot think of Bro, they had Pam Greer on there before they put a white woman on there. <laughs> if you think about it, like we gonna we gonna put older women on here. I before don't we. remember a white woman being on there. Uh, I can't think. Have they ever had a white woman? I mean, it was white women on the Fresh Prince, but it wasn't like no fucking uh, like no only white women and not even women. I remember Ashley had a friend who had a crush on Carlton at the pool party. Yeah, I remember it would be some. But he wasn't giving her no play. Nah, it would be some of like, what's your call it, friends? Oh, like Hillary's friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe a teacher, maybe some colleagues of Uncle Phil's. That was a black ass show for it to be said in Beverly Hills. Very black show. I mean, well, Bel Air, but they, yeah. it was Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills adjacent. Or Brentwood, I would say. Yeah, formerly. Yeah, 
Sean but Sean even Sean like Sean. I feel like that take would fly Kill more. <laughs> oh shit! Dead as hell. Come on, man. <laughs> I feel like that take would have flew more so with the nigga that played Braxton. It's like nigga, nah, mm. we we equate white women. Nah, too. but Braxton was in what was it South Central or no, uh, uh, oh, yeah, with what? Jim Brown. Yeah, he was on some 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 thuggery shit, nigga. Complete but opposite. He wasn't Braxton. No, he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. If we equate Alfonso to Carlton, Carlton's character never was connected with white women like that. Braxton was. So it's like, if it was him saying that, I'm like, okay, nigga, I get it. Braxton had a white woman, too. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Let's keep it a book. Alfonso Ribeiro. Niggas. Uncle Tom. It oh. is what it is. Oh. Like, I don't want to say it. By his own doing, though. We didn't call him that. Yeah. You, you started acting like that. You know, and even when you started acting like that, niggas didn't really care. You know, so it's like... you outcast. He outcasted himself. Yeah, and it's like, you don't want to put the Uncle Tom shit on it, but I can't think of another word to use, in a sense, because I'm like, it's not the white woman thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's you. Like, you don't have no flavor. Like, the Carlton thing was funny, because it almost seems like a caricature of niggas like that. But then when you see Alfonso Ribeiro, it's like, wait a minute. That's really You how can't far, differentiate yourself from You know Carlson. what I'm saying? It's like, how far was that a reach? Were you really acting? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Just, if I'm going to speak frankly, that's how I feel. Like, I'm not saying, like, he's not a cool dude or nothing. But I don't think he's a... He's a black man. I get that. But is he part of or identify with black culture fully? I can't say. Carlton is a part of black culture. He's a part of it, but does he identify with black culture? Like, it's like the thing that Dr. Umar was saying. I'm not a Dr. Umar yeah. follower or nothing, but it's something to note. Like, do you psychologically identify with this? Like, your skin, your family, you can't choose none of that shit. All skin folk ain't can't You know what I'm saying? But what do you psychologically identify with? And I... I don't know. I don't know him that well, but I just, I, like I said, I can't say that he identifies with black. Quite. Which is weird because his introduction to the world was black as fuck. Nigga, you dancing against Michael Jackson in a Pepsi commercial. Which Mike, though? Yeah. Mike is still black. Mike is another on one. I don't be knowing. Mike was black. On the inside. Mike, Mike is black. 80s Mike sure. was black. On the inside? 80s Mike. Bad came out in the 80s. I'm black. I'm white. It's the yeah. Come on, man. He was, was telling. That was nineties. Bad was eighty nine. Black and white wasn't bad. That was dangerous. Oh, uh, that was ninety one. Dangerous ninety one. Either way, though, Mike is another one who I think had a little bit of. Um, I don't know. Like I, a lot of people say, the skin disorder. But wasn't I, real. I can't. I can't go but, with that fully. Mike is weird because what we've been exposed to romantically with him he's always been linked to white white women but if you hear these stories like motherfuckers talk about Prince they say Mike was a nigga yeah Prince was too though yeah but I'm I'm just saying in the essence it's like we don't really know like based off of your public perception all right, we can probably throw Mike into that do we really identify with his bag? But yeah. it's like, when motherfuckers really talk about him, it's like, nah, he was really a nigga. Because they treated him like everywhere he went, no matter what. <clears throat> I think, 
I think his foundation was his foundation. Like they say, the Jacksons are niggas. So Gary it's like, Indiana. you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> they, Freddie Gibbs said a lot. It's like, it's just me and Michael Jackson that made out this motherfucker. Joe Jackson is a nigga for like, sure. That's a black ass family. So it's like, I think that's just some shit is undeniable. But then when you like look at the nose job, the way he would wear his hair later years, it's kind of like either <clears throat> there's a couple factors. Either A, you weren't really comfortable with your skin and your nose or whatever with your black features. Or you were also great artists, uh, still type shit, and you just took Prince's look or tried to be close to look looking as Prince as possible. I think that nigga's trying to look like Peter Pan more than Prince. Which is still like still I think it's more psychological. Yeah. What might because I think it's less of a race thing though. Yeah. I mean, nigga, we can't imagine being... Okay, I'm with that, but it still falls in line with self-hate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. But, like, nigga, we, we can't imagine being famous. Nigga, you, at six years old, bro, you're famous for the rest of your life. Famous as fuck. Bro. As fuck, bro. You're not no regular nigga, bro. You're Michael fucking Jackson. So, like, I don't think he was able to develop that kind of relationship with his blackness the way that regular kids are because when you put into that limelight people are going to point out shit either way Mike he really didn't have a big nose but the fact that that nigga was famous and everybody's looking at his face a lot of people are going to say oh you got a nigga nose but his early fame was relative though to his later fame to say he didn't really get to connect with his blackness because his early fame is like if we always say BT MTV MTV is like when you crossed over. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I know BT wasn't around then, but for what it's worth, Michael Jackson's early career was very BT. So I, I can't say he didn't get ingratiated with blackness. Do I mean, you mark the change of his later career with Thriller? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around there. Okay. I was going to say, nigga, fame or not, the workshop or the ethic that they pops had them in. Bro, they was already on a circuit. They was yeah. they was chilling circuit shit. though. They started out. I'm bigger than chilling circuit. No, oh, they yeah. started. Everybody starts the chilling circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but and that's what I'm saying. They surpassed the chilling circuit real yeah. early. So for like, him to be in the limelight, he mainstream limelight at such a young age, I think. Bro, by the time he had an afro as a kid, bro, he's already the biggest nigga in the world. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That nigga had a solo hit at the age of what? How old was he when Ben? He was telling niggas he was a uh, he was nine, but he was really eleven. When Ben came up, I think so. That's when he was lying about his age. Still, nigga, be eleven with a number one song. I mean, we've seen it though. But to go back to your point, yeah, some self hate definitely had to be brought in there somewhere. Like Bowers, I know Bowers and Michael Jackson fame, but like if you talk about stardom at a young age. And then you fast forward with technology and shit catching up and fanfare and all of that. It's like people go through that shit. So it's like, I'm not, a Michael Jackson shit is unique, but I don't know. He was the, the, the prototype. Like you, everybody that came after him learned from him. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Even the smarts with like parent managers and shit. It was like, nigga, I want to be like Joe Jackson, but I'm not going to be Joe Jackson. Yeah. Because, I mean, Stevie has the obvious disability, but Stevie was a child star. Is it really obvious? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Again, if we talking about stories, the motherfuckers say it's gonna be Stevie and the blonde man. Stevie was a child star, though. Oh, world's greatest method actor. Hey. That nigga can see, bro. Would he really be a wonder? <laughs> if you could see? That's a good question to ask. He'd still be talented. The, the music's still as good. But is he an alien? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, he's still an alien. I'm, I'm sure he was a fan of Ray Charles. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ray didn't play everything. Stevie didn't play everything. Like, I ain't never. Even since then. Stevie wasn't blind his whole life, though. Bro? Yeah, I don't think Stevie was Ray wasn't either. He wasn't, but Stevie had more years, I think, of Being able to sight. Uh, you remember what shit is better. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> That's just fucked up. That's just fucked up. Say <laughs> yeah. Nah, you got me last you week. You remember how this shit is, Because you've seen it before. <laughs> oh, shit, man. You ain't have to feel the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's nasty. But, um, <clears throat> to transition out of that, though, um, want to talk a little sports real quick? Yeah, we can get into it. We can definitely get into it. I mean, we ain't no long talk about it. Just... The Lakers fucking suck. So, uh, oh, see, talk about Watch the Throne. No. <laughs> we said nothing about nothing, nigga. You a Grizzlies fan now, right? Yeah. Man, bro, y'all niggas ain't want shit. We <laughs> young. Young in the league, shit. bro. What kind of argument is that? We knew in town. We used to be in Vancouver, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that's the worst NBA franchise of all time? Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver Grizzlies. The niggas average like 16 wins a season. Bro. Yeah, that's why they ended up moving to Memphis. And they shit. had some they of the hardest jerseys in all time. Oh, though. facts. But they didn't give them niggas enough time to develop. And um, They got the bottom feeders of the league to make that team. Yeah. Like, that was like, who the fuck? That was literally the players that's like, B. Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, who is this nigga? I don't think, yeah, they, they didn't give them niggas enough time to develop because there's no reason why they shouldn't be the West Coast version of the Raptors. Yeah, facts. You know? Mm. Ain't no fucking grizzly bears in Memphis, nigga. What the fuck? What are you talking about, my nigga? That we know of. <laughs> so like the Appalachian country. It should Tennessee. be Memphis Jazz. It's New Orleans. It used to be New Orleans Jazz. Yeah. yeah. Should be the Utah Grizzlies. It's mountains yeah. up there. Or the Mormons. Mm, I said or the racists. Mm. Utah racists. Or the Carmelones. Or the <laughs> 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 this, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> the Malones. <laughs> I wouldn't even want that last name. That, that shit could have been New Orleans too. That's where you be from, Louisiana or Arkansas. One of them motherfuckers. Dirty Nasty bastard. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Team USA winning the gold though. Shout nigga. out to Javel Pierre McGee. Fucking Hall of Famer. Let's go. I'm doubling down on my take, nigga. He going to the fucking Hall of Fame. Only Shaq and the full MVP on uh, in the fucking Hall of Fame, man. Yes, sir. Now, nah, but uh, there's been a lot of moves going on in the league. Uh, just a quick little recap for those who've been sitting under a tree or smoking crack. 
Sitting under there, she's smoking crack. Zoe's going to Chicago mm-hmm. with AC and Demar. Yeah. Come on. CP3 is staying in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Kimbo's going to New York. Going back home. Spencer Dinwiddie's going to Washington Wizards. I like that one. I'm a mad. I feel like that's going. They still ain't going to be shit. Nah. But it's going to be more exciting. Nah. I feel like that's a blow for Brooklyn, too. I feel like if they could have found a way to keep him, that would have yeah. been. But a bigger role is better fitted for him, though. Yeah, he would have definitely been in the bottom of the bench staying there. Yeah. Not bottom of the bench. He he He's six man in Brooklyn. Yeah. I think he would have got. Uh, who? Who? Blake Griffin is six man. Uh, Blake Griffin got a starting role now. Yeah. With them picking up Patty, I don't think Spencer would have been getting burned. Hold up. Patty. What nigga? The Brooklyn Nets got Patty Mills? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 And he was hoping with KD. Yeah. During all of his. Alright man, y'all be easy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, but you got Trevor Reason, Dwight Howard. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> you got Wayne Ellington. We got and fighters. Y'all, y'all got Carmelo Anthony. We do. We do. Nah, the, um, it's been a lot of moves this offseason, man. As a Laker fan, I'm happy that we've been making hella moves. Um, I, I don't know if I said this last week, but I um, the only thing I don't like about LeBron being on the roster is we always in this win right now moment. So, nigga, LeBron probably averages the most new teammates every season out of any nigga in NBA history. Um, okay, Charles Barkley. Come on, man. Don't ever disrespect me like that, bro. Uh, I think we're gonna be good though. I'm I'm I haven't been this excited uh for a season in a long time. I would have said last year, but after Clay got hurt and all the other shit, it's like ah. But if everybody come back healthy this year, bro, I, I feel like You was excited 2019, 2020. When we got A D? Yeah. Yeah. I knew we was gonna win. It wasn't too much excitement. It was just like, finally. But, you know, after niggas lost Kobe, it was just like, ah, everything was bittersweet. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, 76ers, uh, they're eyeing the Damian Lillard trade per reports today. For Ben Simmons? I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Ben Simmons, reportedly, he wants to go to Oakland. Or go to San Francisco. Yeah. Ooh. See, I wouldn't be mad at that, but him and Draymond on the same team is not going to be warrior basketball. That's going to look nasty as fuck. Two niggas that don't want to shoot. Two niggas that don't even look at the rim. And they got Iggy back now. They do have Iggy back. I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad at that at all. They were saying that he was flirting with the, uh, the idea of coming to the Lakers. I didn't want that. Like, he helps them more than he helps That us. just would have been another old nigga. Yeah. Go, nigga, go back, bro. Play this last season and retire as a warrior, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. And he wanted to do that before going to Miami, too. Miami came up. Miami came up. up. They still got uh, Vic? Yes, for one more season. So, they got Kyle Lowry, Oladipo. P.J. Tucker. P.J., yeah. Jimmy, and uh, Bam. And Bam. And oh, they, that's they not They re uh, Duncan. They resigned the white boys. Yep. He, uh, I don't know boy, he was already there. He's selling his rookie contract. I think this is last year. Did not know Duncan was the highest paid undrafted. Undrafted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not mad at that for him. 
I was excited to see what happened with him because I was like, if he left the Heat, he's going to be a great addition to whatever team he went to. Like, he's a great, like, just a spot-up shooter. He like, looked a like a nigga that belonged on the Pacers. I don't know what it is about him. He could definitely, you could swap him off. Uh, you can swap Joe Ingles off him. Yeah, for and sure. Utah would have been nasty. For mm, sure. Nah, Joe Ingles, don't nobody give Paul George buckets like Joe For Ingles. sure. Joe Ingles got good defense, too. Not saying Duncan Robinson doesn't, but Joe Ingles. No, Joe, Duncan Robinson does not have good defense yeah. at all. I, I'll he just moved a little I'll give him 20. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kelly Oubre signed with the Hornets. I'm not mad at that. Nice addition with uh That's going to be an exciting Mello. team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jello yeah. on the Hornets too. They got summer him on the summer league team. Oh, we're, oh yeah. that's tight. Yeah, that's so that's gonna be get a contract. Mm-hmm. He's not a terrible player. He just not. He just got to prove he's an NBA player. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the Detroit didn't really give him the opportunity that he deserved. Yeah. Um, coming from a major D one program, um, but I I, I want to see him make the most out of his opportunity in the summer league. He might be the best shooter out of all. Out of the brothers? No, I'm only going to say Mike. He is the best shooter. Absolutely. When the last time all three of them played together, he was, a, bro, he was putting up 30 a game. He just built like a fucking linebacker. He'll yeah. probably get it together at some point. He, to his downfall, he is, he could be P.J. Tucker. He just don't play defense like P.J. Tucker. Because he's vastly undersized for the position that they want him to play. Yeah. But he just don't have the mobility to yeah. play that position. He's the least athletic out of all three of them, for sure. If for he, basketball. Yes. If he somehow figures that out, um, ideally he could be a good 3 and D, though. Yeah. yeah. 3 and D player. He's a solid bro because he, he was 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, he could no, guard. I mean, he might be, yeah, he might be six six. He could guard niggas, bro. It's just like you got to put that work in. Do you think somebody should just tell him like this is the type of game you should focus on? Do you think he's like thinking more like I can, I can be an overall better player instead of uh, just focusing on like man, if you just become this type of player, like you can be an NBA, you know? Somebody got to tell him because his game is not as flashy as O's yeah. or Melo's, so it's like. And it seemed like he's still stuck on trying to be like on a level type shit. You gotta get so in even when they don't play together. Like nigga, you was not feeling. So, you gotta get in where you fit in. Yeah, and that is a, a great back to get in because nigga Shane Battier made a career out of that. Oh yeah, Tony Allen made a, uh, a career out of that. You increase your chances of being a champion, embracing that role. You know, bro, you don't have to be the best player, nigga. You just got to be the best at your role. Yeah. And, but you got to make the most out of your opportunities. If you feel like you a good scorer, niggas is not just going to put you in a game because you can score. If you lock in, score yeah, if you game. if you if you really lock lock into playing defense and shit, my nigga, defense leads to offense. You know what I'm saying? And you got to make sure that you are on the floor to maximize those opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So, nigga, if you go out there and guard somebody and then you end up going on a little six, eight-point run on yourself, nigga's going to look at you differently. Oh, yeah. Bro, you're going to keep a job a lot longer if you play great defense. It don't matter if you can put the ball and do it in the bucket. Nigga, IT is a phenomenal scorer. Not playing fucking defense worth a lick. Like, statistically, that nigga was the worst defender in the league. And it's fucked up because they'll very much so be serviceable at the time that they're doing good, putting up solid numbers. But it could be uh, deceiving because it's like, you know, this became obsolete really fast. Like, you know, 
It's just we needed it at the time, but mm-hmm. it's like when there's better options available, that's when you notice it's like, damn, like, IT doesn't necessarily deserve a contract. It's like we want to see him have it, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, what team does he go on? Then he like, fuck, like, kind of, you know, it's, it's a fucked up thing to realize. It's, it's kind of uh, a lot. You, you see that a lot with uh, uh, a lot of players that niggas really fuck with, like, that's why Joe Johnson kind of phased out yep. a lot earlier than he did. That's why Jamal Crawford, aside from his age, he kind of phased out earlier than we did. I'm not mad at the Lakers bringing Jamal Crawford back. Why would we need a 40-something-year-old scorer? Why would we not want somebody that can score at a high level? Versus somebody that's younger that can play better defense. Defense does not put points on the board. But putting points on the board don't necessarily translate to wins. All Defense wins championships. That's undeniable at this point. They say that, but if I score more points than you... Show me what champion didn't play defense. Every champion plays defense, but every champion is not good defensively. They're better than the other team defensively. No, I wouldn't say that. I don't think Cleveland was better than Golden State. You want to count it? See, well, that... When it counted, yeah, nigga, but so as that, a, a defensive team, nigga, Golden State's defense was more uh, solid than Cleveland's defense. But you still have more liabilities on Golden State side than Cleveland side. I mean, you got the injuries on their side. That, but going you got raw liabilities. And going by your logic, nigga, Mike Dan telling you should be on par with Phil Jackson as far as coaching and championships. Nigga, what? That niggas had scores. Yes, bro. Consistently. But the they defense, set the, the trend the, for the defense has been below average. If your offense is uh exceptional, if your offense is above average, you only have to be an average defensive team. The thing with D'Antoni is, nigga, you got this fast offense, nigga, but your defense is trash. It's not even decent. If you can score more than niggas and you have decent defense, you're gonna win. But how many niggas got average offense and average defense? Like that's it a rare. No, it ain't no. It no. Ain't nobody winning with average offense and average defense. Huh. You got to be exceptional in one area, and you got to be either above average, average or above yeah. average in the other area. I think exceptional defense and average offense is gonna get you a job more than exceptional offense and average to below average. I'm rolling with that. Especially but we see the Pistons. We see it. But check it, nigga. The the Warriors with KD, nigga. They weren't an elite. Defensive team, they was good, but you would never say, "Oh, nigga, them niggas is gonna stop everybody in front of them." They're yeah. a better defensive team than their the competition, niggas... though. Okay, I'm not mad at and that. In San Antonio, they've never been, they've never had lockdown defenders on their squads except for Bruce Bowen, but they've been uh, exceptional defensive teams. Because we always say it's a game of matchups, so if it's like you yeah. know, what I'm saying and a game of runs, you feel me? But the Lakers, nigga. We ain't never really been, nigga, no elite defensive team, but we've had elite defenders. But we also score more than other niggas. And, and aside from last year, like nigga, the the fucking scoring was vastly different. Like, yeah. Looking at, I forgot what I was watching. 
I think it might have been Uncut Gems, and they was looking at the score. It's like 78. Yeah, 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 the games just changed. That's all it is. Especially those like those teams like the Celtics and shit. Looking at Game Seven against the Lakers, like that score is like low as low as fuck. Seventy something. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the game was much slower, and then you got to remember they used to each other by Game Seven. All that shit. The shot clock is different now. It's fourteen yeah. seconds off the offensive rebound, so it's it's, yeah, it's, it's being shit up. You know what I mean? Damn, that is a big-ass difference. Off top, bro. I'll be looking at the big three, seeing that they only got a 14-second shot clock. And it makes sense because it's only half court. Yeah, it's only 60 on the court. Hell yeah. Like, that shit makes a total difference. To see that nigga just to get a rebound and get a whole fresh 24 fresh at 24. one point, that shit must have been demoralizing. Like, oh, my God. This guy's had the ball for three minutes on this side. Shit, bro. that makes you think, nigga, some states in high school, they don't even have a shot clock. No, yeah, when I was in Texas, we didn't have a shot clock down That's there. Nuts. That explains the stats, though, that you see in high school sports. You're like, ain't no fucking way Cheryl Miller scored this many points on all these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice young fuck? women. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they was bitches. Cheryl Miller was the only one. That was like, that was a real she's a woman. <laughs> Y'all bitches. <laughs> yeah, but when I was in Texas, bro, we didn't have no shot clock, bro. So literally, nigga, if the clock hit a minute and a half and we up, nigga, we just holding the ball to the end of the game. Oh, literally, nigga, nasty. a minute and a half, nigga. Flagrant fouls coming yeah, we immediately. Squabbing. We definitely squabbling. But I was going for the ball, man. You can't do that. It's not how you play the game. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing like a good foul, though, man. Just getting that. You know what I'm saying? A little bit straight. Set the, set a little the bit straight. Yeah, bro. I remember one oh, game. Oh, you thought we were slipping? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, yeah. Right back at you. Bro, I remember one game. Bro, I had one of the craziest coaches of my life when I was in Texas, bro. But I remember one game. He was like, before the game started, he was like, I don't want them to see the ball go into the hoop. You block everything. If you can't block it, fuck it. We goaltending. I don't want them to see the ball go in, nigga. That's true. So, bro, we was literally, nigga, we was picking shit. It'd be on the way down or it'd already be on the rim, nigga. Get out of here. We give you two points, but you're never going to see the ball go in. That shit translate to the NBA where you see niggas' uh, continuation play. They always block that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's something psychologically because it's like, we don't want you to get no momentum at bro, all. That's how you get your rhythm, bro. A layup or a free throw, nigga. If you see the ball go into the basket, bro, that really just like... That unlocks your muscle memory. It's like, okay, I remember how that shit felt to see that shit go in. It's like, damn, nigga. I did everything I can and this motherfucker still ain't going in? Yeah, nah, nigga. Get it another way. Hell yeah. Let's get it back in blood. Nice. Uh, but um, still not calling that nigga by his name. Carlton. Nah. Mm. Young Sir Shiesty. Yeah. Full Shiesty. Mr. Shiesty. Man, that nigga been locked up for a minute. Yeah. Met yeah. this young boy. Prayers to that man. Yeah. All parties involved. Yeah. Always. Um. Yeah, kind of weird transition. Uh. From sports, not too weird, but still related. Um, I've been seeing a lot of uh, mental health advocacy by af- athletes lately. Mm-hmm. And um, it's par for the course, but it's something I've never really considered growing up. Um, even when mental health became a big thing, athletes was still like the last segment of entertainers that I thought about when it came to that. And um, just recently... I've seen, you know, of course, Naomi Osaka has spoken out and um, chosen not to do press or whatnot. Simone Biles have left the Olympics. 
you know, early at one point and chose not to participate in certain events as well as press. And then even most recently, Aaron Rodgers has come out and has been very passionate about uh, mental health as he's been going through whether he wants to stay in Green Bay or whatnot and, you know, just trying to decide his next move. And uh, I don't really have much to say, but just kudos to all of these people. And uh, Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, mm-hmm. they for sure led the charge as far as on the NBA side, speaking about mental health. Definitely. And I just want to uh, applaud all of these individuals and just highlight everything that they're saying because it is important. And I know it's often like we look at multimillionaires and we kind of just think they should say, be all right. Yeah, they like, got money. Yeah. But everybody got issues and shit and... Money doesn't, you know, make any everything better. So yeah, I just want to give them a shout out and uh, continue support. Hell yeah, shout out to them, bro. Because I'm just thinking, like, just imagine. Remember all the stress we had as student athletes in school. You know, I and uh, just think of the stress over the shit that we can't control. Think of how many times, nigga, you was worried about other niggas being eligible to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's just a small sample size, bro. When you're a professional athlete, bro, it's so many factors. Oh, millions and billions of dollars involved. Bro, it's so friend. much shit going on, bro. So I, I applaud anybody that's that's um, putting their mental health at the forefront and taking care of themselves and making sure that they're good. Because at the end of the day, nigga, bro, if, if, if you pass away, nigga, the Olympics not going to stop. Nigga, they're going to replace your spot with somebody else. Oh, yeah. You know, so. And I think it's one of those things, too. Um, I know fans might look at it one way, but it's just a game. Like, it's just a sporting event. Definitely. I know in the past, like, we've heard people like Allen Iverson who'll be like, y'all tripping over practice when I literally play every game as if it'll be my last. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all tripping over practice. So now I think the evolved athlete mind is, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to this point because I sacrificed so much, but I'm not going to do too much self-sacrificing at this point, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to my own personal wellness, because that's not going to keep me here. You know, that might have got me here sacrificing my wellness, but it's not going to keep you here. And um, I applaud every athlete who's taking that stance because it is just a game. Like, yeah. You know, it's a lot of things at stake, but for the most part, as long as you're able to do what you need to do, and you're taking care of your family, your honor, your contract, it's welcome. Off top, take care of yourself. Oh, yeah. Because these fans will make you feel like you destroyed their lives for losing a game. It's like, bro, I bet this much. I put my college I didn't tell you to do that. I definitely didn't. I didn't tell you to do that. It's like, bro, like, I'm playing a game that I love since I was five, and I decided to be one of the top percentage of the best of it. But, um... Yeah, man, shout out to all those athletes. And uh, <clears throat> transition from that, I don't really have too much left. Do some quick hitters. I know 6 9 um, one of Trent's favorite artists <laughs> for running around with whack. White Trent. You know, that's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> you caught up bumping him. White Trent. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, Nash's uncle. Fucking uh, <laughs> 100. <laughs> Uh, he probably so, at the hospital with him. Right. <laughs> For real. So, uh, I just think that's an interesting pairing. I feel like those are two internet assholes, to say the least. And, um, 
It's beyond trolling. It's like y'all just assholes at this point. So uh yeah. This is a new uh bond form. Pretty interesting. Nasty. Yeah, I'm not I'm not giving this no mind, man. I, I I've seen the uh the thumbnails and shit pop up on my YouTube, but I'm not in no rush to press play on that. Nothing is real. And they getting that twenty one savage. That I didn't that, get. That's the wrong nigga to get at. Apparently that's their whole thing. They wanna expose rappers they think everybody thinks is hard. They whole thing is nothing is real. And by seeing them link up, it kind of makes you believe them. Like, nothing is real. If y'all niggas is linking up, like, all this shit is fake. But at the, yeah, that's the thing. That, that like, the image that you're trying to portray, it, it just, it's going to backfire on y'all. Because if y'all trying to prove that shit ain't real, you only adding more light to the bullshit that you doing. Like, we know that none of the shit y'all niggas is doing is real. Y'all niggas look, corny niggas looking cornier. It's like nigga, we didn't seen fucking six nine. What's not doing the lyric? Mm-hmm. You love to see it, niggas is working. Mm-hmm. But we seen six nine get run out of spots. We can see why get beat up on the fucking internet, and it's like we heard him allegedly get beat up by Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'm about to say I ain't seen Wack really. I know it was some rumblings about uh, J Rock Nipsey's security putting hands on him. I don't know. I just, I feel like all this shit is really clownish. And yeah. It's just making, uh, it's, I feel bad for the participants in it who still hold somewhat of a, of Pretty a morality. Better. It's like, it's some real street niggas out here. Like, dust never get it fucked up. It's a lot. Everywhere. Like, street you know, niggas everywhere. Some niggas who don't give a fuck about the gram or none of that shit, but they gotta deal with this stigma of, like, just, you know, just regular people who's probably like, oh, yeah, this shit isn't real. And then you run across that motherfucker who's like, oh, yeah? Like, well, let me show you. And it's just, it's all in all just a, a cycle of bullshit. And, yeah. um, I don't know. Niggas got to chill. Do something else. You know, know, got to Do something else. Um, transitioning from that, though. I will be remiss not to give these, uh, Unfortunate rest in peace uh, this week to uh, Fetty Wap's daughter who passed away. Yeah. Unfortunately, rest um, in peace. Condolences. Major. Her major, name was major, uh, major. Lauren Maxwell. Suffered uh, reportedly from heart defect complications. That's tough. So definitely prayers. Uh, you know, we said a lot. Uh, parents aren't supposed to bury children. You know what I'm saying? That's just point blank. Um, Ever. So it was, it was one of those, man. Like, it's not much you can say, but prayers and condolences and sending all strength and light to their family and loved ones. And as well, um, prayers and condolences to comedian Tony Baker, who lost his son recently in a tragic car accident, along with two other friends. Man, hit close to home. Yeah, man. Yeah. It really did yeah. because uh, his son named... They had two, the his initials were CB. Like they had two balloons at the site. His name was I want to say Cerne Baker. So rest in peace, uh, rest in peace to them. Uh, him and his two friends that passed away with them. Uh, it's it's tragic, man. Um, 
like I said before, it's not much I could say but prayers and condolences and love and light to their family. Definitely. And um, rest in peace to Cool and the King sax player Dennis Thomas. Facts. Passed away at the age of 70. Um, if you listen to the podcast, we've been starting off with Summer Madness by Cool and the Gang. So definitely uh, goes without saying that he was a part of some legend legendary music and uh his legacy will live on through it absolutely rest in peace to the legend oh yeah i'm like damn man we got might be cursed over irresponsible like we lost chi modu right as soon as we switched the photograph so as we start using summer madness hey don't you wish that on us ricky bobby (laughs) (laughs) curses on this end don't put none of my shit on there Holy curses is the words. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> no cool. No, but definitely uh, rest in peace to all those individuals. And 1,000%. Continue prayers and whatnot. You know, life is going to continue to happen. This is a part of it, unfortunately. The best we can do is try to uh, cope with it and move on and help others who uh, come across that path. Factories. But yeah, uh that's pretty much it. That's all I got to say. Shout outs. Yeah, you can get to it. Shit, uh, me? I mean shit. I'll start it off. Go ahead, G. Um, I wanna give a shout out, of course, to y'all. Shout out to the family. Shout out to the listeners. Um, but specifically, I want to give a shout out to Dina Morrison, Kern, Jinx, and Shea Serrano of the No Skips podcast. Okay. I've been loving that shit. Um, I binge listened to all 13 episodes just in between a week going through the gym and shit. And it was just dope. Uh, I could just tell they're music lovers and they pretty much, the concept of the show is, each episode, they take an album and they pretty much just break it down. And it's called No Skips because they choose albums that are classic, of course, from the hip hop genre. I like that. And um, they're pretty much, you know, they got their categories. They're like, okay, if you had one skip, what song would you skip? What do you think is the best song? What's some of your best lines? What was going on around the time of this album? And it just, it's dope. And I think it's something that's needed for music because I know it's such a large market, but it's so much great. Uh, work that come out that I think uh, kind of just drops and people kind of don't give it as proper reverence mm-hmm. and um, this is one of those platforms that does that and I've really been enjoying the content so much so it's like it's been making me want to step up my uh, my music acumen and just uh, I would love to talk to these people one day man like they're just pretty cool people from what I hear so shout out to them and Last but not least, shout out to New York, man. Uh, the mecca of hip hop. Watching that versus, like I said earlier, that's the reason why I wear a Yankees cap all the time. It's just, just culture. Like everything that went on through that versus, from the aesthetic, for the energy, the lingo, the music, the crowd. It's just I loved everything about it, and I just want to see more things like that to, to progress the uh, the art form and the genre. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. Oh yeah, that's all I got to say though. Hell yeah, man! Shit, shout out to the homies, shout out to y'all, shout out to Ricky, 
A little bit. Shout out to Ricky. <laughs> nah, we uh we get these Nick Free shirts popping, man. So yeah, shout out to Ricky. Um, shout out to my nigga Griff, man. We we we've been cooking up some shit. We wrote y'all favorite song yesterday. Y'all gonna figure it out soon. Um, shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's been listening. Shout out to everybody that's chasing a dream. Shout out to everybody that's following a passion. Shout out to everybody that's black. And uh, I think that's it, man. Not mad at that. Uh, you know where I'm at with it. Shout out to black women. Uh, specifically, I want to shout out to make sure I get these correct. The uh, women in the 4 by 100 relays in the Olympics. Uh, Jamaica took gold. U.S. Mm-hmm. took silver. And Great Britain took third. But I want to say 11 out of the 12 runners was black women. Yes. So that is black excellence right there. Absolutely. Uh, and shout out to women, too. Uh, women was making history. Uh, I think uh, I do not have Shorty's name, but a black woman won the first gold in wrestling for America. Oh, shit. Oh, word. Okay. Yep. And uh, Hoops. Shout out to Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi making history as the first basketball players ever to win five gold medals. Oh, yeah. So that shit was dope. Those are bona fide Hall of Famers and Hoopers if you love the game. That goes across uh, gender. I love that you said basketball players, not yeah. female. Not those, those basketball just players. Just period. No, that's dope. Uh, very indicative how women are running shit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I kind of enjoyed watching that gold medal game more than I watched the men's. See? The game is changing, and I love what they're doing. Y'all don't want to pay for their bills. I crazy. Didn't say Y'all that. niggas crazy. Didn't I say was, that. I'm fucking shocked. I was wearing my Ricky hat when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get up out of here, uh, and maybe we can revisit this on the next one, but off top, if you've listened to both projects, 2088 versus the Carters, everything is love. Who had the better project? I'm not doing this today. Let's revisit. 2088, Big Sean and Janae Aiko, their project. Versus the Carters, everything is love. Who had the better project? Better project? Yeah. I'll say it with my whole chest, 2088 was way better. Why? Or how, rather. I'm not questioning it, Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's... Jay-Z's way better of a rapper than Big Sean. For sure. Beyonce is a much better singer than Jenna Aiko, and they've been together way longer than those two have been together, so it's not a chemistry thing. But why was that project better than... Is it just age? It's not even... I don't even want to put age into it. Uh, fuck, it kind of... People can relate to girlfriend, boyfriend more than married. I don't even want that, and I don't even think it's that deep. I think when you take two of the biggest artists music has ever seen, it doesn't trans. It doesn't always translate into a great project. Granted, Beyonce and Jay Z singles together perform better than the singles that Janae and Sean have, but other than it took a long time between Crazy in Love and Deja Vu for them to get another hit with them together. Yeah. You said in between Crazy in Love and Deja Vu? 
Yeah. It took a minute for Jay-Z and Beyonce to have a hit together. Not what a song that you like. What, what would you consider our upgrade? That was before Deja Vu. Same album, but I think that was a single before. Okay. Uh, you might be Because that was on B-Day, right? So it was Deja Vu. Yeah. Same album. Okay. Yeah. So same same era. Uh, and that's what, 05, 06? Yeah. It took until On The Run for them to have like a hit hit together. Yeah. Yeah, with that, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a long gap. So, and then it's kind of been a layup every time with Janae and Sean. It's just like putting them on a project together. And then that, it was damn near a concept album. Like that shit was very, very cohesive. Granted, I'm not mad at everything is love. Like it's probably like two songs that I revisit, whereas 2088, I can run that shit from start to finish and not be mad at it. But that's me. I was just curious about that because I'm like that's something that a lot of people won't say publicly but I just my biggest thing is getting to the whys of shit now it's like we can say something and that could be the hot take but the hottest take is breaking it down it's like now let me tell you why I'm not mad at that you know what I'm saying so that's just what I just another layer that I've been wanting to add to it because I'm not I think it's pretty obvious 2088 shit is better than the Carter's so just like why though like it shouldn't be that way but and I think the premise that we got that album too like that shit seemed like the marriage counseling thing yeah it did we got eliminated in 4 for 4 this is like alright mm-hmm. we gotta give y'all the reconciliation yeah I up wait man that's pretty much all I had do I have any other quick hitters before we go there oh big Sh- speaking of big Sean he did say he grew two inches going to the chiropractor <laughs> I don't know if y'all believe that shit or not. I gotta believe him. I ain't gonna hold you. You can't. I ain't gonna hold you, yo. I believe him, yo. It's okay. It's possible. Believe that nigga, man. No, it is. (laughs) Believe me. Please be. Shout out to his bro. Alright. Nah, it's. He took it there. He took it there. That nigga was another person talking about mental health and shit. It's possible to go to the chiropractor and, you know what I'm saying? Get a little bit of straightening. Yeah, you get a little straightening, but you might get a quarter inch, half inch, whole, whole inch. Hey. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> hey, man. I'm still trying to, bro, my head. If I wasn't bow legged, bro, I'd be 6'3 and a half. Easy. Easy. Hips and butts. We watch me on leg right now. Man. You said ifs and ass? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not no, ladies and gentlemen. It's been real. <laughs> nah, man. We out of here, though. Uh, shout out to Rick. Shout out to Cam. Shout out to the newborn. I'm coming time. through next week to talk about his travels and everything. You know what I'm saying? He can let us know how it was. Bro, Did a yeah. bit. First Float day out, on. you know. Floating on. He goes out this first day out track. Float on. You know what I'm saying? That shit funny. But yeah, um, as always, if you like the content, like and comment. Always tell a friend to tell a friend and enjoy your responsibility, y'all. See y'all next week. Peace. Europe. Peace.